0: Welcome back Overcasters, Jay here with the Overmodern Cast to get you in the mood. That's right, it's lovey dovey time! This week on the OvermangaCast we read 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. Written by Rikido Nakamura, we read chapters 1 through 20. From all of us at the Overmodern Cast, Happy Valentine's Day! Love and love, love and love.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Sam, and welcome once again to the Cast. This week, it is a very special episode once again, because it's the month of love. We are coming up on uh, Valentine's Day. And because, uh, well, I certainly don't have anything to do, we have decided to read uh, a harem comedy. The 100 Girlfriends Who Really, 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 Really Love You. I have to count that on my fingers every time just to make sure I hit all five. Also called 100 Conjuro, which is just much easier to say. So I'm going to stick with that one. As always here at the top of the program, we like to talk about what our experience with the property we read is. For me, this actually comes at the suggestion of one of my friends who is also a listener of the show. Hi, John. Thanks for the recommendation. We were in the voice chat on Discord one day, probably before doing our usual Exalted session, and just got on the topic of... uh just got on the topic of like Hera manga somehow. And he said that he had been reading this and thought it was really good. So when we were thinking of a Valentine's Day episode, I threw it out there and now here we are. Beyond that, my only uh, understanding was the premise, which we will get to. Uh, Jacob, how about you? Absolutely no
2: knowledge base in this whatsoever. Uh, it was uh, a funny title suggested, and that was really all I had needed to uh, yeah, sure, that sounds fine.
3: And uh, now here we are. OK, and Matt? Um, I think I'm only barely more literate of it than uh, Jacob, because uh, I think I had heard or I'd read on probably our manga. People occasionally post things from this, but I never looked into it. Like I just uh, funny clip and then I move on. <laughs> and Jay.
0: Well, um, for this particular series, not too much. Um, However, as far as harem and reverse harem, I have read, played, watched hundreds of hours. So I would figure myself to be some sort of a professional. Some sort of
3: connoisseur of smut, if you will.
0: <laughs> I am not ashamed by that title, but sure. Sure. <laughs>
1: uh and we open our romantic adventures with our main character one ijo rentaro a hopeless romantic as he is graduating middle school getting ready to go to high school and what better day to do a love confession than the last day of middle school he goes confesses his uh feelings for a girl and gets shot down immediately and we learn that this is not the first time on his walk home with a nameless friend who doesn't come up again to my knowledge the same <laughs> high school
2: he's literally
1: a uh, nameless friend a i believe <laughs> and uh, this is in fact Rentaro's 100th rejection ouch now, you might be wondering, uh, how does a young man of his age have 100 rejections? He's he started. He started right out the gate. He's eight yeah. months old. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, eight months old. That was it. I blanked on it. But yeah, he was eight months old when he first attempted to ask a girl out. And uh, it's only
3: been downhill from there for him. I got to say the panel of a baby being rejected and just the despondent I, look in his eyes. Another baby. <laughs> will... That that holds a special place in my heart and just weirdly out of context panels that you could never possibly explain, mm-hmm. but they're funnier <laughs> for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm but just you, more
0: impressed. They were able to communicate that, you know, especially for a young infant who might not be up to par with, you know, love or attraction and. Paranormal. They're not.
1: They're not biologically compatible with that yet. <laughs> well, we learn <laughs> Pretty soon, because Rentaro, desperate for any sort of aid, turns to the divine as he goes to a shrine and uh, prays for luck and love. And uh, what should happen? But the god of love manifests to give him counsel.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is the point where I have to uh, be the uh, curmudgeon again, because this first chapter and particularly this scene really annoyed me. It really put it off on the wrong foot for me. The sheer amount of fourth wall breaks—oh,
3: there are a lot—annoyed me. Oh, then you will not like this series because this series does not like.
2: <laughs> well, the the thing about it is, it mellows out to the point where the fourth wall, wall breaks. This first chapter, like, it gave off the dual impression of one: I'm a parody, so you can't criticize me, which that's gonna make me not like you really fast. And then the other problem was um, it gave me the very strong impression that this was a harem comedy written by some, a harem comedy parody that was written by someone who loathes harem comedies, which is an awful combination and kills the humor dead. Now, with all of that said, yeah. the further it went, the less egregious all of those problems got. And I didn't hate it by the end, but I was re- I, I like through the first chapter, I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be a hate read for me. I am not going to
3: like this. It went to eh, it's all right by the end. But the I first gotta say, part, I got to say my my take of like the first part is I kind of got the vibe that the um, mangaka of uh, the writer at least because it's a two person team, but um, mm-hmm. was mostly just like, hey, here's a whole bunch of uh, like intro stuff you need to start this thing. Come on, let's go. There, there's a lot of like, let's get to the like, meat of this and was just like come on let's skip past this uh here's a bullshit explanation come on <laughs> getting our premise out of the way go 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 stupid premise i'm aware we're just moving past it
2: <laughs> yeah and and, and it uh, came uh, off as try hard to me is,
3: is sort of the problem for me yeah eh, fair. Eh. fair 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 I, I mostly excused it cuz I kind of got again my vibe was like you're no I'm with you mangaka I also want to just get to the harem mm-hmm. nonsense mm-hmm. cuz clearly the the main <laughs> plot of this isn't going to be the backbone of this series uh, so. Exactly
2: yeah and the and the fact that it did manage to get past this uh, is the reason why I also retroactively gave it in the gave it a pass but it didn't it didn't feel that way to me in, in the, the moment yeah
3: in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of the moment, let's uh, actually dive down into what's going on here. Um, the God of Love basically explains to um, Rentaro, uh that he is going to find his uh, soulmate when he enters high school and will um, fall deeply in love and be together. And mm-hmm. then proceeds to mention, oh, by the way, there's been a clerical error. You don't have one soulmate. You have 100. What?
0: That very phrase is just very, very stressful.
3: I have, I have what?
1: You have 100 true love of your life soulmates.
0: That's expensive. So have
1: fun with that kid.
3: I, I, uh, bye. Vanishes into the ether. Then, uh, then the narrator takes over because despite the fact he just graduated junior high and has been given the information that when he starts high school, he is going to find the love of his life. The narrator then says, we're going to skip straight to high school now. Yes, <laughs> <And> I <I'm> don't like <laughs> to be <laughs> fair. What is there to cover in that time period? But him, him dreading like finding like, Yeah, you're right. There's there's he goes and does summer. There's really nothing there. Yeah, so.
2: exactly.
1: Uh, our boy Rentaro was in high school. Uh, he's going about his first day and he's like, OK, so something's probably going to happen, but When it it happens, it happens. I'm just going to go about my day. And he bumps into two uh, passerby in the hallway, knocking the three of them down. And uh, as he's going to apologize, he meets the eyes of these two girls and a shock runs through all three of the power of love at first sight. These are the first two soulmates.
2: Initially, the way that the the God of Love talks about it, it's like, you're going to feel a a shock of electricity through your body. It's going to be incredibly unpleasant. I think that's where I got the vibes of this is a parody from someone who doesn't like the genre element of it because it's like, okay, I kind of
0: want to see Matt's isekai.
1: What?
2: <laughs> no, I don't want to read that, please.
1: <laughs> we have now met our first two of the soulmates. We have Hanazono uh, Hakari, who um, is quite Voluptuous. Uh, endowed, <laughs> and uh, Inda Karane, who is less so. <laughs> Who' last though? We get we get and very soon soon about
2: it. This will get worse and I do mean it when I phrase it that way. We get that uh, classic issue with uh, uh, Japanese fan service where all the female characters are either flat washerboard flat or so voluptuous they don't look like people anymore.
3: and there's very rarely anything in between, which is uh... <laughs> I think now is as good a time as any. Um, I feel terrible for these girls' spines. Uh, considering yeah. how they're posed
0: in a lot of scenes, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I
1: feel I, feel, I feel terrible for Hakari's uh, clothes.
3: They look like they are constantly in a state of extreme distress. Oh, oh! Don't don't get me started on people wearing clothes that I don't understand how they put them on. Yeah, uh, I mean.
2: I, you know, it's it's one of those ones where it's very much a personal preference thing for me, but like, it, it does bug me in a lot of um, anime and manga where nobody has a realistic body. No female character has a realistic body shape or
3: doesn't look like a lolly. To be honest, I don't know, because we don't get to see any other people. Maybe uh, Rentaro just lucked out and got, <laughs> like, the super weird girls with, like, ridiculous... All the extreme like- body shapes. Yeah, no. We only have a 100-
1: hundred soulmates to work with, we have to make sure we hit every tag. I'm aware that, like,
2: from the context of this series that that is why. And, like, that's sort of to be expected. It's just, I I can't help but comment on, because it's like, you know, I like me some good waifus, but so many times it's always you get one of the two extremes. Neither of them particularly appeal to me, so, but, uh,
1: you know. There's there's a hundred. I'm sure you'll find one. (laughs) Like Everyone has different tastes. I believe this is the X-Men approach of manga Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is absolutely this is absolutely an X-Men situation where if you don't like that one, you'll end up liking somebody else. And somehow they'll shoehorn Wolverine into all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel to some extent there are there are bits that may backfire on the series, but we'll get to that. Does this mean Karine is the Wolverine?
3: I go. She kind of is. She is. She's actually. <laughs> oh, man. She even has the height thing, too. They forget about Wolverine a lot. Like he's he's pretty short as far as heroes yeah. go.
0: I have no reference in this. OK.
1: Like Wolverine is kind of basic. He, he's he got regenerative powers. He's uh, super durable and he has a thing that make punch good. Karine is kind of basic in that she is your, she's a factory model Cinderay. She's also the straight man of the manga, which is uh, said explicitly uh, at one point. <laughs> but, it's, uh,
2: yeah, it's said explicitly. I also find it sort of interesting that uh, Karine is the straight man, given uh, some things that happen she's, later. She's, but. Kinda,
1: she's very much not, if you catch my draft. <laughs> <laughs>
2: over the over the course of this i think carrie uh is uh beginning to realize some things about herself in particular even though it technically applies to all of them
0: yes <laughs> this is this is an entire journey on exploration i <laughs> love young young love exploration
3: he meets these yep. two girls, uh, they talk for a brief second, and then an announcement on the loudspeaker comes up about um uh, something, it's like a rumor that if you present- No, it's p- two,
2: two upperclassmen are walking by in the hallway talking about mm. it, yeah.
3: It, it, it is overheard one way or another that if you find a pink four-leaf clover, your love confession will be accepted for sure. And both of these mm. girls are like, I don't know why, but this Rantaro guy is literally the hottest human being I have ever witnessed before in my life, and I want to spend the rest of my life with him.
2: Yeah, the the god of love in the beginning mentioned something about how women always fall in love at first sight, and it always takes longer for men.
3: So this manga makes some very Uh, uh, sexist claims. I like to pretend it doesn't because...
0: Let's just try to unpack the fact that this was an announcement made. In a, we don't know if it's public or a private school, but a school, a, a place of learning in general. Well,
3: I, well, well, hold on. I'll, I'll stop you right there. I don't see anything in this manga that leads me to believe this school is a place of learning. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> for all I know, Rentaro applied to the I want to get married high school, which, mm-hmm. you know, actually for his character makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, um, that does. That does yeah. make
3: sense. Legal? But um, I
2: wouldn't mind if that had been an option for me. Is
0: that a, if that's a matchmaking a matchmaking high school? Do you already know you're going to be older
2: for the rest of your life? Entire, they spend an entire day from like the end of their first class all the way to sundown on the roof at one point. I I am I, inclined to agree with Matt. I don't think any learning
1: is happening at this school.
3: <laughs> Only learning <laughs> have- the language of love. Yes,
1: indeed. Uh so our two new heroines go rushing off to find these four-leaf clovers. Catch up at the end of the day. Uh, apparently Rentaro has been at the school way way past uh <laughs> uh end of day helping a random teacher find his contacts and uh as he is leaving he finds uh our two heroines uh <laughs> crawling around lo- still looking for these clover.
2: Karane is is like extremely aggressively Sundariya about the whole uh mm-hmm. I forget what excuse she gives
3: but she said she claimed she's not looking for it. Oh it, it's it's so Sundariya. it wraps around back on itself yeah, to the point and- both of the characters are like what did did you just convince yourself that he asked you out? What?
1: <laughs> basically yeah because
3: uh like they both
2: rentaro and hikari are both immediately like uh look we know you're Sundare. like you're you're going through the motions you don't have to
0: i mean <laughs> you don't even, understand she has to even <laughs> rentaro picks up on the fact that she's Sundre and like immediately announces it in case it wasn't immediately apparent when when
2: when he meets the two of them and they and they're because it's the sundere and the dare dare which is usually how like you know if you have like the two romantic rivals like the two main romantic rivals in a in a series like this usually are a sundere and a dare dare because he has been told he's going to meet a 100 true loves he meets them ha- you know has the little spark with them and then is like okay got it you're the dare dare you're the sundere cool okay it's, moving
3: on it's, it's- it's part Sundare, part Daradare, part Yuri Yuri. part... <laughs> How can I possibly pick between these two most beautiful women? They're both so perfect in every single way. Me who oh, has oh, faced a hundred rejections. Over the course of their
1: shenanigan filled conversation, both of them ask him out and he and say he has to choose. And he's like, I... I can't.
0: Realistically, I cannot. I like you both equally in different respects. They're just different. But I love both Mm. of them very intensely.
1: One of the things that I actually really liked is uh, when Rentaro is walking home for a brief moment, he has an idea of, I know, I'll pretend to choose one of them and then go to the other one and say, I'll reject both of them when they're both there and then date them both individually in secret. A shitty reason. For a, for a minute there, I'm like, dude, you know you have a hundred of this, a hundred of these coming. That's never going to work. And then immediately, next page, next page turn, it's like, yeah, okay, I'm, can I sign, please? I literally can't decide. And he immediately, after having that, that idea, goes, Wait, no, that's stupid. That would never work. Uh the part of the other
2: reason why he's having so much trouble. Because at first he's just having the choice paralysis, but then on the way home, before he uh comes up with the uh these two convoluted schemes, one better than the other, he is revisited by the the god of love, uh, who uh tells him the other part of the premise.
1: Yes. Uh the reason that you have these uh, 100 soulmates is because I uh, I got distracted watching Ghibli movies and accidentally put two extra digits on your uh, on your tracker.
0: Reasonable excuse, I understand. You what? Why were you watching movies while you were working? I mean, to be
2: fair, it is Ghibli movies. Like it, it exactly. If, if it was anything else, that hey, might be.
3: a it's Laputa. Everyone loves that one. <laughs>
2: yeah, and,
3: soundtrack. Uh, and more importantly, um he also gets the information that uh, if someone is rejected by their soulmate, it's not very clear. They either die of heartbreak or it's implied there is some final destination shenanigans that causes them to die shortly after. What
0: explains it is that essentially it takes a certain amount of luck to find your soulmate. So if you bypass and essentially throw away all that concentrated luck, the rest of your life you will have no luck.
1: And ah. and therefore you get bad ended.
0: Yeah, you will have run out of luck.
2: Yeah, so they die of either heartbreak or final destination shenanigans. As stated before, this premise is not particularly uh, subtle, well thought out, but that's not the
3: point. It is the bare minimum to justify the to give you the thing to hold on to to justify you know, why doesn't he just pick one? Oh, he can't. They'll die. Cool. Good <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> enough. I will say I
2: will say one of the things that um, won me back to this series uh, pretty quickly is they do a really, really, really good job of making Rentaro. He comes off as incredibly sincere. And like there's the whole they die if they don't, you know, if they if they don't get to be with him, you know, the fact they're just going to have to be OK with the fact that there's going to be a 100 of them. Like, you know, like there's that element of it, but it's it's one of those subtle things in the writing of um, like, you can't really like quantify it in a particularly easy way. But he does come off as legitimately sincere that like, even if that wasn't true, he still wouldn't want to make the other one suffer for not being with, you know, yeah
3: the one who's meant for them in that sense. And And more importantly, uh, I don't think he ever tells them that there are going to be a 100 of them. I think he keeps everything with the love god secret for some reason. That does bug me. That does bug me.
1: There's the there's the whole thing of how are you going to explain that? I get the feeling we're going to reach a critical mass of girlfriends at some point where it will have to be explained. 99. We didn't yeah, we didn't reach that point in this manga if it exists, but whatever. Yeah, no, I really I actually really do like the way that they handled Rentaro's character because he's love stricken, but he's not lascivious. He's a Romeo. He is a person who balls quickly into passionate love we're just gonna subvert the whole tragic aspects of romeo and juliet and just focus on you know this he's got a lot of love to give yeah. in yeah. fact i think there's even a little aside from the uh from the love god where it's like uh when we were assigning uh when when points were being assigned to you at birth you uh dumped everything into your luck stat or something or your mm-hmm. love luck stat yeah. i'm not really I'm not, I can't remember it exactly, but it's a sort of subtle implication that he's min-maxed in this regard, and and it is genuine affection
2: I think it had something to do with like the hundred rejections like backlashes into this somehow but then he also Mm -hmm. mentions it was a clerical error it's not ultra clear (laughs) it doesn't need to be (laughs) I think one of the big things is the fact that he has a very selfless love to him he wants to be with all of them not because he wants a hundred girlfriends he wants to be with all of them because he knows that he can make them happy and that's what he cares about and I think it's a big part of the reason why Mm -hmm. he comes off as such a sincere character and therefore likable,
3: which is important for a premise like this. So he has uh, yet to become boyfriend uh, to these two girls um, because he uh, did not give them an answer. And the very next day, uh, he comes up to them sweaty, dirty, basically says, hey, I want to date both of you. And understandably, they're like, what? And he reveals that he has found two identical pink clovers and is fully willing to commit this. And then Hakiri, in all her love and infinite joy and mild perversion, is just like, you know what, I'm totally willing to share him as long <laughs> as I get to have him. And then the Sundari is just like, well, fine, buck, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not like I'm doing this for you as I'm literally doing this for you. <laughs> and uh, quest marker takes up two of 100. He has a quest tracker out of WoW. It's
3: great. <laughs> I love it. And then uh, we get the first uh, little mini arc, uh, which is essentially just a chapter um, where the yep. two gr- the two new girlfriends uh, realizing they are dating Rentaru uh, find out he has not kissed anyone yet. So his mm-hmm. first kiss is still on the table. This yeah, this is-, is
2: where this is where we get the flashback to uh to the eight-month-old Rontaro's, uh first rejection. And I'm not gonna lie, I was not particularly happy with that joke in the first chapter when they didn't go into it, but it was pretty cute actually seeing it. <laughs> Which again,
3: bad, also, fir- per- bad first impression, it got better. Ma- made funnier by you get the girl's reactions to, that's not normal.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, the, yeah. well, the friend has the reaction to it too. Mm. I was worried it was gonna leave it at that, but they do, they do make it make. Are you funny. a berserker? <laughs>
1: Uh, This is the first of many, many gags. Typically, whenever a new girlfriend is added to the squad, of doing uh, of using their interminably long lunch breaks to do harm shenanigans on the school roof.
2: I mean, there is literally at least one case where they start the shenanigans. It might even be this one. It's this one, yeah. They start the shenanigans in the morning, and
3: the sun is literally going down before it is over. Yeah, because essentially what has happened is Rentaro has become aware that his two girlfriends are fighting with each other over the fact that one of them wants to be the one to get his first kiss. And he decides, he spends all night thinking about it and comes up with a game? An incredibly that, elaborate scheme. They they go into like a full like early Yu-Gi-Oh! level of explanation for how this game works. <laughs> Except it really I do could, be like that. <laughs> I could not tell you how it works. I think it's something about randomly deciding when to pause the music they're listening to because they're playing this. So, a- I do actually
2: know how this actually plays out. Basically, the the simplest version of this would be both of the girls randomly choose which side to stand on. And everyone wears a blindfold, Rontaro just kisses one after the other. But there are ways that you could figure out who was first. Like, you know, if one girl waited longer, they'd know. Uh, they could uh, potentially hear uh, the, you know, the voice of someone. And that could tip off who got the first kiss. So that's where the music comes in. And then, like, there's there are so many steps of um, random dice rolls uh, being used to prevent people from figuring out, like, by working backwards, it was the first one. It's one of those ones where it's like I, it's genuinely clever. I
3: appreciate
2: the ingenuity. This is so much more work than it is worth. And it's still not going to work because
3: you're blindfolded for all of it. It's like the breakfast machine at the beginning of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That's really cool to watch. A lot of effort went into this. Why? <laughs> um, so basically, uh... It's a whole bunch of comedy beats of that overly complicated plan being too complicated for them to pull off, which I appreciated. Um, They keep messing up for various reasons. I liked how one of the reasons
1: was one of the very obvious flaws in the plan that I noticed, which was their different heights. (laughs) I love I love that they correct for that later. (laughs) (laughs) yeah they are different heights so how are you going to actually proceed with the kiss if you can't judge where the mouth is because you are going for a different height
3: on each one it uh it goes about how you expect it to go in a series like this so uh we're gonna save ourselves an apple itunes rating and uh skim over it
2: (laughs) 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 yeah we this is this is i think the part where we learn uh karane's uh you know basically quirk is that she's the cinderay that's basically her entire character, but Hikari, other than being the Dari Dari, also has a personality quirk, and this is where we learn that for her because of some of the ways that the plan goes awry. Uh-huh.
1: She is extremely cunning, and she uses this cunning to lascivious
3: ends. Yeah, uh, she is uh, overly invested in <laughs> physical acts, we can say. <laughs> <laughs> and And that's all we'll say for the sake of the iTunes rating. <laughs> Moving that's on. All- that's all we'll say for now. We'll get to her mom. Yeah, we're, we're, oh God, we can only you? dodge so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any, anyway, let's let's get to the end of this arc, because this is one chapter we're really dug in on. Um, essentially, they mess up. They don't end up, it's the end of the day, so they've spent the entire day kissing on the roof or attempting to kiss attempting on the roof. To, yeah. Uh And they get into a fight and um, Rentaro is just like, well, this isn't worth it. I can't stand to have one of you feel like you're inferior to the other. I know if my first kiss is causing this much problem, I'll throw it away. And he proceeds running in the hallway because we skimmed over the beginning of this. Vice principal, bad touch. Vice Principal Bad Touch, um, tied for the worst thing in this manga. Yeah, it's, uh, there, there is an old woman principal who loves kissing the male students at the high school she works.
0: Not just kissing, this is not yeah, just a is. peck. This no, is, it's, yeah,
3: it's, it's, it's tongue is. kissing. In all fairness, she does get distracted by one of the girls when uh, Rentar tries to get kissed by her, so that he loses his first kiss. They save him by one of the girls going like, "Hey, is that the school advisory investigation bureau?" And she's like, "I can't be fired, or worse," and then leaves. And I'm like, "Oh, I, good! I can't what be what fired sh- on I can't be fired on sexual assault charges. Okay, go, good, good, good. That's illegal in this universe. I'm I'm glad to know. <laughs> it is cold comfort." But it's there. Yeah, it's it's what was happening should not have been happening. <laughs> yeah, it was, considering we never see the vice principal again. No, we do. No, oh, we, we do, do see her, at the school?
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yep, the, yep,
3: yep, yep, yep. We, she see, does her, we see
2: her we like see her like once more at the school, but we also see her in another completely separate thing. Yep, which yep. honestly mm-hmm. is a better joke with that character, and I'd rather see her in that context every time
3: ever again. But he does not get his first kiss. And the three of them go back up to the roof and they're like, no, don't throw away your first kiss. I'd rather you kiss her than kiss the vice principal. And um both of them say this simultaneously. Then he's just like, well, I had this really dumb idea from the beginning. What if we all three kiss at the same time? I didn't suggest this because the one downside was you two would be kissing each other. And the two of them just go, well, that's fine, I guess.
1: That's fine, <laughs> I guess.
2: Hikari, Hikari has a very high threshold for things that she's not on board with but then you get uh Karane who is, who uh, this is why I say I think she's learning things about herself because <laughs> this is not the only time they do this joke and they always seem to focus on Karane
3: for it it's, it's hard to be a sundere and then also be legitimately upset about things <laughs> again We'll get to the Resident Evil
1: arc. Yeah, there's no going around that. We'll get to it when we get to it. We'll um, get to it. <laughs> yeah, so they do the three-way kiss. It looks as ridiculous as you would expect it to, particularly because the manga does an overhead shot, and they look like people trying to summon a UFO. <laughs>
2: By this point, my uh, opinion had changed from I'm annoyed by all of the don't judge me, I'm a parody humor to, wow, the characters are actually endearing. Okay, I can enjoy this now. (laughs) Because they do a really (laughs) good job of introducing these three. Like, these three are the main mains. Speaking of introducing
1: characters. Yeah, yeah, we get... uh... (laughs) Time for the next one. Who, uh... It's hard to say. I think she's... uh, Warring for first place is my favorite character in the manga, just overall, because I I enjoy her gimmick. It's very funny. Uh, our boy Rentaro goes to the library. He reads romance novels, obviously. Uh, he's got uh, the girls with him. Hikari wants to uh, get uh, cookbooks
2: uh, because he enjoyed the uh, homemade stuff that she had made. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a thing that I can do for all of us. And then uh, Kirane obviously cinderays her way into doing the same.
1: Yeah, so while they're distracted, he runs into a uh library uh staff member, a little uh student uh volunteer at the library, very and... short, very mousey. Mhm. And boom, the soulmate shock happens. We get a fun introduction to her bit as Yoshimoto uh, Shizuka converses with him by pointing out lines in a book for him to read. And he's like, oh, of course, we're in a library. So he starts pantomiming and she points at a line like, why aren't you talking? (laughs) 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 Oh, this is just how she does. Oh, okay. This is the first bit where, uh, unfortunately, this is another
2: complaint of the series. This is the first bit where they try to do something that's like a particularly serious thing. And this is not the kind of series that does that well. Because um the character archetype that Shizuka is is very cool, very endearing. The reason why, like she's not actually mute. She's incredibly soft spoken and shy. Yeah. And one of the things that they show is that her mother is actively abusive because she wants her daughter to actually speak like a normal person and like hits her and stuff. And it's like, with this premise, are you really trying to tackle as serious an issue as is that? This is not the last time this will happen.
3: I might have glossed over the fact she hits her, because I, I, I was just like the mom is like upset that she's pointing at the book rather than talking, and I'm like, depending how long she's been doing this, this is either that, something that should that be like
0: my reaction yeah. to it wasn't the fact that necessarily that this was like she, she's obviously very frustrated with it because you know having to if she's not the type of person who is you know patient Literally. and accepting, <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> I can't read. What are you doing?
0: Why are you doing
2: this? Yeah. Why are you pointing at these random symbols?
0: Especially since she is capable of speaking. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not that she's incapable, especially if it's, you, know, like, her parent. I don't know. We obviously don't have a lot of background information. It's probably in the grand scheme of things not that important, but I'm just saying, like, if she were to, you know, feel comfortable to speak in front of a parent and be calm enough to, like, listen and give and still confidence to, mm-hmm. to speak as opposed to even in front of a mom or a parent to still use the book.
1: The kind of the takeaway that I got from it was Shizuka is clearly a person who has a very large mental block when it comes to, you know, the basic interaction of speaking. In which case, a parent should really be more supportive and understanding than screaming, why are you so weird, you stupid gremlin? And also, we don't know how long Shizuka has been doing this. And if the mother has tried in the past or not, we just have the one flashback, which ugh, that can be construed as a neglectful abuse of not getting the help a child very clearly needs. The story skirts around it, which I mean, like,
3: obviously it should if you don't
2: bring it uh, up then in the first place is sort I, of my takeaway. I think I'm we're like, all
3: saying the same thing, really. It's just me and Jay are just kind of. Going like, there's clearly more to this story, and are at least giving the mom some benefit of the doubt. But mm. it is fair. The only picture we get of the mom is her finally snapping at her daughter and being like, "Talk like a normal person." And I'm like, you are forcing people to read a book to converse with you.
0: Yeah, it, it's it, it's effective, but, I, but it is. But I can see instances where it might be a bit much.
3: Considering how quickly Rentaru solves the issue, it's like okay. <laughs> Because what he ends up, what their whole thing is, is they both love reading and they connect over that. And but that's what I
0: mean. Like, they happen to be spirits who both really enjoy reading. They have a shared interest. And if, you know, if you don't share that interest, I'm sure her approach to things can be very frustrating.
3: Does, um yeah, I was about to say, does she show an interest in reading? But no, she does in this chapter. She's also part
2: uh, of the
0: library he, club. So he I'm, asks. Yes.
2: Yeah, he asks for recommendations and she
3: has, like, mm-hmm. She has yep. she has like 50 books on deck ready for it. But, but regardless, she has a favorite book. That's the favorite book that she loans to Rentaro. That's the book that she knows by heart to the point that she quotes sentences from
2: it. She knows where basically every word in that book is, and that's how she can mm-hmm. point out sentences to uh, talk with it. But and anyway, and obviously, there's the of, running gag of uh, how, how, how versatile is this book with all of the different sentences that they give her? Like, like that's that's played as a joke and it's funny. It's an Arthurian night drama, so not
1: very.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it, it is, you know, appropriate for the situation there. And it is a it is a romance novel. In fact, yeah. Yeah. she
3: she does get some fun quips when her line of dialogue in the background is clearly not fitting at all with what everyone's talking about. So like, yeah. they gloss over her talking. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because essentially what you're wondering is how does she interact with these people if she's got a book? Uh, What Rentaro does after she gets a little upset because she has fallen in love with him because he is her soulmate and he sees her him hanging out at the park with his two girlfriends and she's like, oh, he's already in a relationship. He's too chad for me. (laughs) What uh, she didn't know was he spent all night typing the text of her favorite novel into an app he made that is a text-to-speech app, and he also added people's names in it as a gift for her because he accepts that she doesn't want to talk, but is also trying to help her be more communicative with people in a way that they'll at least accept because that way you're not forcing someone to look at you in order to interact with them. It's Yeah, because it...
2: The The block for her is anxiety. And if she can express herself more openly, that will make her more confident in herself and thus could help her find her voice.
3: She um, confesses her love fully to him, moved by this gesture. He goes, well, well you're my girlfriend now. And <laughs> then the next chapter happens. I forget, does the chapter end with him introducing her? Does it? the next one begin? Because that's always my th- favorite bit. I think it
2: does like on both ends the very reasonable reaction of uh Karane in particular like she has the more comedic reaction because hikari is already accepted this is my life now and i'm i'm just gonna roll with it this has its own benefits so
1: whatever i don't care Karane freaks out uh as one would expect but because it would shatter the premise of the manga otherwise uh they both of them are quickly like, yeah okay i guess we'll accept this she is kind of cute so um in order to break the ice of this tense new situation uh our boy rentaro uh uber prepared man that he is is like all right we are going to play a game because that's a great way to bond and uh we're gonna make it even better with a penalty game uh we're gonna play old maid first place tickles last place no one plays the game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, well or uh specifically the the narration box says old maid is such a boring game we are they are skipping to the end of every game just to give the results uh so all the girls are throwing in order to have rantaro tickle them and so it is <laughs> and now they're like okay my carnal de- my desires to be tickled by him have been satisfied now i must tickle him and so they do more rounds where each of them win and he loses And well, I think uh, I think it's just it's just Shizuka. Yeah, it's just Shizuka who manages to win, right? Because
3: only the winner gets to tickle the loser. So what they do is they team up together to make sure he loses. And then whoever wins is ends up being Mm. one of them. And it unfortunately is Shizuka and the other two girls are like, oh, no, she's the one who said she can't even kiss a guy until she's married. She's not going to go down and dirty we would go down and dirty. Oh, yeah. We, totally we would go would. so down and dirty on him and put our hands all over him. Well, H- Hikari says that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Hikari would, would do.
3: H- Hikari makes it very clear what she wants to do with her hands. Um, <laughs> Karane is more well, like, guess I, I got to get him back for how he like. like she's more like revenge kind of super yeah. nonsense. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, Shizuka Super shy, just pokes him, and he seems to then give a pity laugh to her because he's like, you tried. And like he then leaves because Mm -hmm. this was all a ploy. He claims he has to go to the bathroom because he was laughing too hard. He almost lized himself.
2: Yeah. We find out later, uh, we find out later that uh, it was to observe and see if they would get along. Uh, We get, in my opinion, one of the better scenes of of our reading section, because um, I mean, you know, to sort of paraphrase it because considering one of the characters involved is a Sundaray, it takes a long time to get around to
3: it. But. Oh, she's very direct at the beginning. She's like, when when it's someone she's else. too direct. When someone else is at fault, she is there because she's just like, Shizuka, what are you doing? Get over yourself. If you like mm-hmm. him, say it. Don't. Pl- what do you think that. Because uh, Shizuka basically says, well, I'm I'm just a new person here. You two have already been here. And Connor Kanar- Karane says, like, nope, Rentaru chose you. You are an equal part of whatever this is. We were go- going on here. Uh, act like it, because if you don't, I'm taking that as a personal offense. And she's like, what?
1: What? Oh, OK.
3: This weird, po- this weird
1: polyam BS. Uh, it- this is already beyond the bounds of anything anyone is used to. So just go for it, OK. I guess. And it it does a, it does a good job of uh, endearing you to all of them. I particularly like because uh, Karina getting angry is the end of one chapter and you're like, oh, no, is this going to be the, the fracture? And that are we already seeing cracks in this 100 girlfriend uh, pantheon? Are we going to get drama? Immediate- no, we're not.
3: <laughs> Instead, we get wholesome. And I was so I got to say, though, this manga does really good cliffhangers. Like they yes. set it up and then normally let it topple over. But that's funny. So Rentaro comes back. He's like, all right, so we're going to play the
1: next round, right? And it's like, uh, Karine, no, we're not. That penalty game that Shizuka gave you was BS. We're we're redoing that. She's going to actually tickle you now,
3: right? Uh, 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 text to speech. I want to lock lips. What do you mean by lock lips? I want to smooch as in to smooch. What? <laughs> <laughs> and smooching was had, and it was very cute. Everyone smooched.
1: <laughs> so much smooching. It's like the back third of this of this chapter.
2: If you if you need uh, to fill in some pages in this manga, just do a two page spread of. Uh... They don't do the kissing. They don't really do two page spreads. It's usually just Paneled. one page.
3: But it's yeah. it's normally two panels of the kiss, and then they'll focus on one of their lips.
2: There's but. there's a there's a rhythm to it that the that, that the manga got into relatively quickly. So
1: now we need to get into the next recruitment arc, and it's like, okay, we've got uh, Dari Dari, we've got Sundare, we've got um a small cute one. Uh, what do we need next? Uh, Aloof beauty got it all right i don't i don't remember what dare uh, shizuka is uh but uh we need the kudare now yeah we need the kudare they're looking at test scores all the girls did better than rentaro and he's very proud of them head pats for everyone <laughs> head pats for everyone he he gets six arms temporarily for all the head pats <laughs> i love i love i like that pedal a lot i
2: will also say that uh i one thing that uh i'll I'll say that is another like point in the rentaro is endearing like he's he's like lower end middle. They don't like it's like he's super dumb or anything like they don't do that mm. to him, which I feel like could, could get annoying if it turned into a bit. No, he's just he's just lower end average, which is fine intellectual yeah. place for
1: him to be. He's clearly got an incredible capacity for studying. He just puts it all into coming up with more shenanigans for his ever expanding harem. <laughs> I mean, priorities. He goes into the classroom because he forgot something. And uh, there is a girl there still studying. And he's like, hey, they posted the test scores. Don't you want to go look? It is unimportant. It is insignificant for me to go look. I already know I got a perfect score. It would be you, inefficient. You... <laughs> You you did? And she turns to look at him. Yes, I got a perfect score. Eyes lock. Ba-bum.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> Why is it every time I leave my girlfriends alone for two seconds, I find another soulmate? <laughs>
2: it's almost like I'm in a comedy manga or something.
0: All in the same school so far. This
3: girl who's in my class, I am seeing for the first time. It's all
1: okay. The first four are all in his class, they're all in the same way. I, one. in the
0: beginning, just think he is just not that observant.
1: I don't he think he goes to class. Yeah, no, he spends
2: too much time on the freaking roof. Yep.
1: So, so wait, what's the size of the average homeroom in uh, Japanese high schools? He could get a full fourth of the harem in that one classroom. Well, they're Let's not. go to school. Gonna-
2: Just go to class, guys. Rontaro being in a class entirely of girls would not shock me.
1: This girl, uh, AI Nano, she is um,
3: logic driven to the point of... Being illogical. Like she says she's hyper rational, but then like... Extreme neurodivergence is what I was going to say. They phrase it as she's like super smart AI, but then it it's more so like she uses the like guise of being more intelligent as everyone to justify doing whatever she's hyper fixated on. Yeah. Well, it's
0: also mm-hmm. the fact that when she does experience emotion, she's like, what is this?
3: What is this feeling? So sudden and new.
0: <laughs> I can't rationalize yeah. it.
3: She's...
1: She has an obsession with efficiency like she needs to be extracting value from literally every waking second of her day and that's why she's so incredibly good at school because she's constantly studying and so, and she explains this philosophy to Rentaro when he asks her out in She's like, no, uh, having fun, having a relationship that's inefficient. The only thing a relationship is good for is uh, marriage and producing of children. And I'm not doing that right now. So why would I ever? And he says, OK, OK, just give me a day. Just one day for us to go on a date and we'll see what
3: happens. All right. Oh, because that's after she, she's done the confession to him. And then oh, yeah. he goes. Right. Right. I skipped that. Yeah. I. I. I skipped one of my favorite uh, gags. Yeah, because what <laughs> what, they- what happens is um, he cuts himself during the day, and for some reason, Nano goes, "Ah, yes, you know it would be more efficient than cleaning that or putting Thank antibacterial you. on it. Saliva's antibacterial." And then proceeds to fillet his finger. And Matt Matt is reading this, going, "This is some harem manga shenanigans, okay?" But then we cut later to Nano <laughs> at home, going why the hell did I do that? (laughs) Like It's, It's her sitting there at her
1: desk, head in hands, like eyes wide going, why did I do
3: that? And then like quick connect, like she does, she writes out digits of pi because that's an efficient use of your time, but it's to like clear her head. And then she goes, well, nope, I'm head over heels in love with this guy, which Explains what I did. Um, so I am going to confess to him, get this over with. He can reject me because no one likes me. Problem solved. Confesses to him. And then again. Yes, I would love to go out with you. Wait, no. Sorry. No, I, we're going to have to break up then. I, I just wanted this love thing over with. And that's when he goes, well, no, one date. I'll take you to have yeah. some fun.
1: You know that. You, you know that emotions don't work like just manipulating flags in a video game, right, girl? I don't think she does. <laughs> you, I, I, yeah, you know what? You're right. There is a non-zero chance that she is
2: actually a robot. Nothing supernatural has happened, but the they make a point of never really...
3: Uh... <laughs> if she is actually an android, yeah. that would be something. He, she is the dark product of machine learning. Um... <laughs>
1: I don't think that's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. So they go on an amusement park date. She is the worst kind of person to take to a place of whimsy because she immediately explains everything away. And to the point of going into a haunted house and being like, it's just a person
3: in a costume. Why would you be afraid? Well, she says that that house was full of humans. I was disappointed. I'm like, does hyper logical girl believe in ghosts? Or okay. zombies.
0: No, she she says point blank that that is illogical. That doesn't exist. Why are we Why are we reacting this way? It doesn't make sense. They call it a haunted
3: house if it is full of people. That's just a house. <laughs> yes. They should yeah. They should just take haunted off of it.
1: And uh, they end the date as you do any good amusement park date by going on the Ferris wheel. Unfortunately, she is afraid of heights, which is quite logical because it uh, falling is
3: a quick way to die. Oh, it's always good to justify your phobias. That's that's really how you help them. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Well, I mean, it, the, the manga itself actually really like this bit because the manga itself actually does uh, mm-hmm. frame it that way. That That is a problem. And uh, there's a really cute moment of um, Rentaro being like, look, it's fine that you're afraid of heights. I'm with you. I, I wouldn't let anything happen to you. And they hold hands and it's
3: super cute. Mm-hmm. And she's like, doki doki, what is this? The end of the day happens, and uh, unfortunately, she goes, I had fun, but fun is illogical. It is inefficient. I wish this entire waste of my time never happened. And then Rentaro, Taro? is if... Fun is ephemeral. You you can't extract value from it. Mm. That is a direct quote. <laughs> yep. And Rentaro, who has been taking pictures all day on his um, Polaroid camera, uh, basically. I
2: love I love that the manga feels the need to explain that this is a Polaroid camera. It develops pictures instantaneously after it because, like, nobody has Polaroids anymore. They have,
0: everyone uses their
1: smartphones. Yeah. Manga, like, stop making me feel
2: old. I found that hilarious.
3: And basically, he's got the stack of photos of their date, and he's just like, well, I guess these are worthless then. And I'm sorry I wasted your time. So I'm just going to burn these because then if they don't exist anymore, there will be no memories of this day and you can forget it ever happened. And as he's about to burn it, she slaps the lighter and the photos out of his hand and goes, no, my memories. I had fun. Wait, crap, I'm in love with you. Haha, I knew you would understand the
1: value of enjoying time. And okay, I got to say, I really like Rentaro. They do a very good job of making him endearing and sympathetic, which is important for the premise of this manga. This was my least favorite bit that he did, because that's super manipulative, homie. For me, he he was ready to burn those away in order to force an emotional reaction from her.
2: Well, see, I, the way I took it was I, I took it from a from a wider narrative perspective. Cause the thing about Rentaro is I feel like had had those been burned, he would have accepted it because that That's the kind of character that he is. And it's really more of a... It is the subtlest that this series gets because the whole point of it is you might not be able to uh, extract uh, like objective, quantifiable value out of fun, but self-care is important, you know? And as someone who has struggled with that in the past and kind of, and to some extent, identifies with NaNo to the, you know, as someone who can be logical to the point of illogic, you know, yeah. I, I, appreciated, I appreciated that from the wider
3: perspective. I, I think the manga did a good job of giving it because we get a lot of Nano, like internalizing that we didn't get from Shizuka. Like we got Shizuka's backstory, but that's about it. Nano, we get a lot of points from her point of view that I think was specifically building up the case that she was in something that needed being snapped out of. Mm-hmm. So I think I think the fact that. Also, again, I'm with Jacob here. I think if his plan had failed and he had burned those photos, he would have been fine with that because that was her decision. I think he just earnestly believed she wouldn't because he knew she was his soul. Like, I I think there is a level of he knew how this was going to go out because you can't lie to your feelings like that. He was just trying to provoke an emotional response because what he's looking for is an emotional answer.
1: Yeah, I can I can it, see
3: that. It, it is a it is 100% manipulative. I'm not going to say it's not manipulative. I'm just saying in this exact circumstance, I don't think that was the worst thing you could have done. Your reaction to it is fair because you
2: you had a reaction specifically to from the perspective of what Rentaro did, whereas Matt yeah. and I were more about like the wider narrative aspect of it. So I totally get why that rubbed you the wrong way there. I, you know, I mentioned that the X-mening of the uh, of the cast may have some potential backfires. There are some cases where um, if you're not on board with certain things,
3: this manga might lose you in certain places. We'll get to it. Well, we can get to it right now because they have to introduce the girlfriend to the girls. And they, this the first one they were like, what's going on? This one, they're OK with it but not like there. Oh, well, okay. I guess this is happening. Grudgingly oh. accepting.
1: I will say one. I will say my favorite bit to come out of the, uh, Neno recruitment arc is, uh, as soon as she has internally accepted. Okay. Oh, I yeah. guess we're dating now. Uh, she immediately grabs him, pulls him in and starts making out. And she's like, it is far more efficient to simply go after the things that you want. Yeah. And I'm like, Good, thank you. We're not beating around the bush anymore. We're not doing any any more of these. No.
3: Uh, oh, clumsy me shenanigans! No, we had we had Shizuki who that's her thing is she needed to learn yeah. to ask for what she wants. Meanwhile, Nano's just like I take what I want. <laughs> exactly. No, and and I loved that. I was very appreciative of that.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah.
3: But um, anyway, uh, there was a actually significant amount of emotion in that. So uh, this manga's cadence is we do a serious bit. And then we reward you for sticking around with a fan service arc. Yeah. The uh, other girlfriends are jealous that um, Rentaru's first date was taken by Nano, which, in all fairness, does seem like a thing to be jealous about. (laughs) (laughs) He did not ask anyone and kind of just disappeared for a day.
1: Just a reminder, this man is at three girlfriends and
3: one date. (laughs) Yep. So uh, they all decide that it's only fair that they go to the pool for a date. No, they non- don't all decide. That was one one
2: <laughs> girlfriend's in particular who had that. Atari was
1: like, "I've waited for this moment,"
3: as she does most things. <laughs> I want to see him in a swimsuit. I'm sorry, no one disagrees with that, and Nano is also very much on board of yes. Good. You know, it's a very efficient way to a man's heart. A sexy swimsuit.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm just saying the idea came from one of them in particular.
3: Yeah, but uh, they they end up going to the pool. Uh, One of them is not happy with the choice of location, but...
1: um... Mm -hmm. Poor Karane. She is incredibly self-conscious about her... um, Lack of opi We have a good uh, little vignette that I enjoyed where she goes to purchase a swimsuit because she's like, I don't have any swimsuits that are
3: sexy for a date. I love the the Arc of the Covenant shot they do when she finally finds her swimsuit and it's off screen as she just goes, that's it. And I'm like, (laughs) oh no, what did she do? Because the next time we see her, she is wearing a coverall. Uh-huh. Jay, is that the right word for what I'm describing?
0: Uh, usually I've heard it described as a swimsuit cover-up.
3: A swimsuit cover, cover up. Cover I think up a coverall is all like, a separate article of clothing.
0: Coveralls and overalls uh, and are kind of used back and forth.
3: Gotcha. I just thought it was a cloak. I mean not out not off-brand for Karana.
1: <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. It it was basically just a cloak mm-hmm. that she wore to cover herself up as um uh nano and uh, Hakari are in their uh are in their uh, sexy
3: bikinis and <laughs> she's cause in a school swimsuit and a floaty. Yeah, cause uh we don't get told this until it's already apparent, but uh, she cannot swim. Shizuka has a fun background story in this. Um, I guess we can just go through it now. Uh, she gets stranded when the plot happens on the middle of the lazy river, and they set it up as if she's lost in like the wilderness. It's real fun.
1: <laughs> it is really funny. Terry Robinson Caruso for a minute. She she's <laughs> she's like it's like Shizuka. Like, Why are you spinning? And she's going speed in her in her inner tube. It's very cute.
2: When she's stuck on the island, the, the phone that has the text to speech app, uh, she just has it raised to the sky. <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me. Is everyone is just floating in the by in the lazy River.
3: Oh, it's great. It's great how she just gets forgotten in the first chapter. Because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Because uh, what happens is um, Karane sits on the sideline. She's not taking off her swimsuit cover. She's to embarrass she is pretending that she is cold and wants to sit on the sidelines and warm up no one believes her except Nano and Nano just believes her because she doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> and uh there is a brief bit where uh Nano and Hakari have a um uh opai fight yeah they they have a uh, trial of combat that they are both over prepared for in a um, location of their choosing uh, <laughs> <laughs> minor firmer, but minor bouncier. The the consequence of such a fight is uh, they nearly they... drown Rentar. <laughs> well, Rentar R- almost like loses blood. Like he there's a pool of blood. It loses a large amount of blood through his nose, and then and then collapses face first into the lazy river. <laughs> and everyone knows how you solve that is CPR. Uh, Nano and Hikari both attempt CPR, but. Uh, can only smooch. They attempt part of CPR. They don't actually attempt CPR. If I remember
1: correctly, not even the helpful part of CPR. Yeah, no, exactly. They go to do the breathing part and immediately get smitten with, oh, I'm kissing him. <laughs> it's like, no, you need to stop. So, uh, okay. Okay, we need help. We have to go find a male staff member. A I'm male like, staff member. Ladies, that might no (laughs) that might not help you the way you're thinking but okay (laughs) but before we can approach that problem uh sex pests
3: yeah yeah there are some some, some there some creeps yeah who in all fairness the manga does not depict as if they are anything worthy of human beings um they, um, they proceed to oh, mock yeah. one of them in the bonus chapters that I really enjoy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, full props to the manga. The These uh, guys who are using the fact that they outnumber these two girls to try and, you know, get some quality time with them. Big air quotes uh, are portrayed as the uh, subhuman monsters they are. Yeah. Uh, we have a delightful moment where Nano <laughs> goes immediately for the eyes! It is the most efficient way to get rid of them.
3: Look, that's the thing I always say. Go for the knees and go for the eyes, that's how you win. <laughs> oh, my, my my favorite part is the second most efficient way of ending this is, um, she then decides, okay, I'll hang out with you, whatever you creeps want to do, okay? Hikari, you go and save Rentaru, And then Hikari's like, no, I'm not letting you sacrifice yourself. Because we both love Rentaru and we'll let him die rather than sacrifice. Hold on. What? <laughs> hey, guys, um, get, stop this conversation. Leave. He's he's. And, but unfortunately, or fortunately, I suppose. Um, Rentaru, despite the fact he was on death's doorstep, according to the like block of text, Heard his girlfriends were in trouble
2: and revived himself. (laughs) Karane comes over and, uh, well, she sees- she sees that, um- The shenanigans are- are occurring. That the sexual harassers are bothering, uh, two of her co-girlfriends. And it's like, wait, Rantaro would never let that happen. Where is he? And then sees him passed out next to the lazy river and
1: wakes him up. Presumably gives him actual CPR. <laughs> uh, Rentaro, Hikari and Nano are being harassed by some dudes. And what is happening? I must put a stop to this away. He, oh my, my. he goes he goes from unconscious on death's door
3: to on his feet and running in an instant <laughs> with the top of his head covered in blood still. But <laughs> yes, my favorite bit is he says he's going to end this. He uses Nano's line of, well, if you need someone to hang out with you all day, I'll do it. And they're like, why would we want that? <laughs> that was then pretty why great. Are you as-
1: then why are you asking my girlfriends about this? What do you mean your girlfriends, you little creep? You don't have multiple girlfriends. No one has multiple yes. girlfriends. That's a myth. Yes, I do. They're both my girlfriends. Actually, that's true. We are both his girlfriends. Oh, yeah? Then kiss both of them and prove it. Okay. Smooch, smooch. Okay, we don't want to deal with no hussies. We're out of here. (laughs) And Rentaro has my favorite line where uh, he he hears that, immediately explodes into rage and says, Take that back. I'll kill you. (laughs) As the girls are holding him back, like, it's okay. It's okay. We got rid of them. But my man's man's was
3: such a Chad, he's scared off sex pests. (laughs) I just, I love it. Uh, Anyway, my other favorite part is immediately after saving the girls, he just goes, hey, where's Shizuka? Did you girls know uh, she can't swim? So uh, if she's missing, that's really bad. (laughs) Oh, there she is. I'm here. And then proceeds to lift her off the river. And then she's like, smooch. And then she smooches. And he's like, you've gotten so bold in front of so many people.
2: There's a there is a a legitimately very cute moment, which is basically the a better version of the hearing her backstory, where she uh, she's able to, like like she's like, oh, I'm I'm so quiet that there's no way he'll ever hear me, but I have to find my voice. The phone has run out of battery. I have to.
1: I, I the only other way is if I if it, is if I call out. Help. And he immediately is like geez, laser locked onto her. He
3: heard her incredibly quiet voice that he definitely couldn't have heard, but did because it's Shizuki, his girlfriend. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cool uh, moment. Anyway, uh, Karane's story gets resolved because uh, Shizuki comes and just goes, Hey, I see you're drinking a nice cold beverage. You wouldn't do that if you were chilly. And she's like, you caught me. And he's just like, I bet you're self-conscious about your body. I want you to know you shouldn't be. You're the most beautiful woman in the world to me. On top of the other three beautiful, most beautiful women in the
1: world to me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it goes into, I think, I think that all of you are beautiful in different ways, which again, it's one of those ones where yeah. because they do we're such like, a good job of making him seem sincere, it works when it really shouldn't. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, Karana,
3: we're,
1: we're kind of meaning against him, but that is what he says. Yeah.
3: And and Karana is just like, what, what? And he's just like, yeah, let me see your shoes. She's like, Okay, and then they do, and she's like Yeah, see how beautiful you are, and then they Smooch, and then all the girls splash in the Water for a two-page spread at the end of the
0: (laughs) I have mixed Feelings. How so? I have mixed feelings about some of his interactions With all the girls, and That's fair. (laughs) Particularly about the fact That he goes off independently to say Oh, you're so wonderful, you are You know, the Most beautiful girl, you are the most beautiful But there's always a but or there's always like an implied Obviously that's not true given the circumstance that we're all in, but
3: Well, here's the thing. It's he almost... means it earnestly from the heart.
0: <laughs> I just think he's just he... masked out he's just maxed out his charisma. <laughs> because that's the he... only yeah. that's the only way he he's... seems to get this to drive home. But I mean I just feel like if there weren't like some kind of supernatural forces at play, I'd be just like Excuse me, you literally I'm literally sharing you with two other girls.
2: <laughs> so Jay, what you're saying is this premise isn't very realistic. But I mean, man, this harem. It's, kind of,
0: <laughs> it's kind of yes.
1: He's got he's got charisma 20, speech 100, socialize 5. I mean, I'll dive into Was this. That three different games, Sam. <laughs> yes, and an impossible situation. <laughs>
0: I'll dive deeper in later.
1: <laughs>
3: Uh, so I'll start off the next one because uh, that'll mitigate some things. Uh- <laughs> That's good because I need to get a drink for it. <laughs> okay. Keep so because we just had a, a serious one, uh, <laughs> we we had the we had the fan service one, and I I don't want to call this one a serious one though, but. Uh- <laughs> I guess it technically is. Um, it tries to um, be. I don't think there it does. a very I,
0: loose attempt. Um, I think it gives up. A, a lot of lines dropped. Um, I don't think this can be serious.
3: Fair, but... Um, I don't think it should try to be serious. I don't this I don't think this girl. one is attempting. Is Let's the thing, do but. it. Yeah, so <laughs> good thing Sam's not here. Um... <laughs> So we start off with uh, the next one. They're in school for some reason, because I guess they're there for a reason. Uh, They're definitely not learning. I'll tell you that. It it Um, must
0: be raining. They can't be on
3: top of the roof. Fair. Uh, And Rentaru walks by the chemistry room and just glances in for a second. And just as all his girlfriends walk off panel, which is the only time this can happen, he glances in and then there is a uh, buxom chemistry woman in some nice glasses. And, but, um. But, dumb soulmate connection.
2: He doesn't get a good look at her because, uh, he was walking, uh, past Mm. the
3: door. But, like, in that split second, he's, like, soulmate. And in typical Rentaro fashion, he's like, I'm gonna come back later today and deal with this, not immediately. Because I've got to go to lunch with all my girlfriends. And (laughs) then, uh, we cut to him coming back to the, um, chemistry lab later that day where he is looking for her um and doesn't find her in fact there appears to only be one person in the chemistry lab um uh younger girl i guess she looks like elementary school i'm gonna be honest yeah. right yeah she yep. does very much so uh she says her name is yakuzen uh Kuru, uh kusuri
0: this is so she- cute their names are adorable we'll get into that okay
3: cool I- i'd like to know um but um so, yeah, she's her whole thing is she loves chemistry and she loves making drugs and she loves giving people drugs and Jesse, we need to cook.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a there. I mean, the funny that you make that
3: joke. She she says early on. How can you know what drugs you like if you haven't uh, tasted them yourself? I haven't done meth yet. I would like to try crystal meth at one point. <laughs> and, um, that doesn't, the, the, that tone doesn't change for the entirety of her character. Her, her, her character loves making drugs. I don't, uh, I'll, I I guess we should definitely clarify right now for everything. When she says the word drugs, aside from the meth joke... Which is definitely yeah, they, played off as a joke. They, they-, they make a they make
2: a meth and a cocaine joke, but otherwise it's a vial of her own creation that has some
3: gag manga property. So it it is essentially like they mention Doraemon a lot. It's that level of here is a new gadget that does something funny for the chapter. And yeah. It, it, yeah. it is it it is some alchem it is some alchemist's potion from a fantasy
1: game. At one point, she gives another one of the girls the Stand Love Deluxe. It is something.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, essentially that's what this chapter devol- devolves into. De- devolves is a poor word, because it it is what it's trying to be, it's here is a drug gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's like, here, do a funny thing. And essentially, what it comes down to is she has slipped him a love potion. Rentaro is like, hey, wait, why am I feeling such an attraction to her when the, she does? The one thing he knows is this child does. Why am I feeling such an attraction to this child? Rentaro, no. Rentaro, uh, no. Uh,
1: <laughs> but, um,
3: the, the important thing is, this is clearly not the person he had the uh, soulmate yeah. reaction. Yeah, she she looks completely different. And um, he's just like, wait, where is this feeling of love coming from? And that's when she says, oh, I gave you a love potion. And he's just like, what, what? Oh, no. And then proceeds to vomit it up. And she's just like, oh, no, my confession of love was that bad that he'd rather throw up than even think of it. And he goes, considering that she drugged him. Yeah, that's actually a reasonable person's response. But but then Rentaro, being Rentaro wipes his mouth and goes, no, I wanted to make sure that vile potion was outside of my system because I wanted to tell you with my own feelings that I do love you. I'm now going to start seizing because I am having a love overdose. She's like, oh, no, I'm going to have to give you the potion, the (laughs) drug, the drug neutralizing drug, (laughs) the drug neutralizing drug, which obviously because this is a harem manga, I have to give you via my mouth. So (laughs) she drinks Mm -hmm. it and then kisses him to give him the potion. And he neutralizes and then wakes up to notice, wait a second, that's a hot older woman from this earlier. And she's like, yeah, I need you to know. I really messed up making a eternally youthful potion. So my body looks like a child all the time, but I'm actually a grade above you. So wait, you're my senpai? Yes. And
1: only by taking the neutralization drug can I attain my hot... My <laughs> true my form. Hot form.
3: My hot Android 21 form. Huh. And just just to clarify... I- you are actually 18 years old. And she's like, yes. Yes. Good. Okay, good.
0: Damn, that's pretty old, actually, because he's a first year in high school.
3: But the failed immortality drug...
1: Uh, we- okay, we'll get to age differences later. Uh, the failed immortality drug is far stronger than the neutralization drug, so I can only atta- keep this form for 10 to 20 minutes at a time. All you need. Okay.
2: <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like I said, the X-Menning the X-Menning can thing.
1: backfire sometimes. Because if you're not on board with certain things. So now we need to introduce the latest addition to the girlfriend squad. So back to the roof. Where where they live now, I guess. Yeah, they've got like laundry up here in this one. So
3: it, it is a big enough roof to uh, potentially fit 101 people. So uh, it's going to need to. Um, but yeah, so essentially this entire chapter is just more of a uh, drug gag, but with like the other girls. So there's different interactions and like there's some funny ones. There's some not funny ones like it's it's very much throw paint against the wall. See what sticks. That's that's why whilst by this point I've been
2: endeared to a lot of the characters, it never really it never really totally won me over because the X-Men nature of it means that if a joke doesn't land, it kind of, it kind of fizzles out for you.
1: Yeah. My my favorite bit is, uh, as I alluded to earlier, uh, Nano is given a drug uh, to increase her efficiency by giving her, uh, (laughs) her, her, by giving her prehensile hair, which is just love deluxe from JoJo's Park Yeah, it's literally love deluxe.
0: (laughs) I was just going to ask, does she actually keep like beyond the demonstration of this,
2: well she's she's told if she uses it too much she'll go bald and and uh rentaro is like uh i would love you even if you were bald but i also like your hair and she's
1: like okay well no more of this but uh we do get a very uh (laughs) a very entertaining string of panels where uh nano uses her uh her stand to uh pull in (laughs) Rentaro for a kiss and she's like, yeah, no, I like
3: this. This is good. (laughs) The main takeaway from this chapter is um, it ends with, uh, oh, God, Kusuri's got a whole like weird bit about needing to pee all the time that I'm not a fan of. But uh, yeah, I hate it. But hey, uh, different strokes for different folks, I suppose. Uh, I
0: managed
2: to forget that because that doesn't come up a lot in the last bit. Well, it's
3: the it's her excuse for why I always need to leave my drugs. Like it's a funny it's a funny bit for I need to leave these dangerous chemicals unattended or I need to leave in the middle of explaining what you should do with them. So it's like that's kind of funny. Um, It's what else I do with it. I'm not a huge fan of and we're kind of going to skim over that. We're Uh, we're
2: we're just going to move on from that
3: because it doesn't it fortunately doesn't happen near the end of our reading, so. The whole thing is she left some tea and there is two thermoses that she goes. Okay, one of these thermoses, all the girls can drink. And then one of these thermoses only for Rentaru. Male use only is what the the little diagram says. And I'm like, oh, no, they don't immediately recognize what's going
1: on is suspicious to me, but otherwise we wouldn't have the gag. Mm -hmm. Well, Obviously, it is the larger thermos that is for more people and therefore the one that contains the tea for the girls. Right. So we'll drink from that one. And uh, Kusui comes back and is like, no, the larger thermos was supposed to be uh, tough and masculine to, sim- to symbolize that it's for a dude to use. No,
3: Suri, why why are you so upset? What could possibly be wrong? Rentaro's is just like.
1: I, I might, I might have spiked
3: the tea. You what? I might have
1: spiked the tea in order to make you want to kiss really badly so that we could kiss.
3: What, sir, we could just what, what, what does that mean? I might have made kiss zombies. Oh no! No! <laughs> and thus
1: begins the much anticipated Resident Evil arc. It's literally called Kiss
3: Biohazard. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> They—they they are a hundred percent. These are what—what uh, what essentially has happened is the other girls have been they, their natural desires to want to smooch Rentaro have been ex—have been accelerated to the point that is overriding their personalities. Um, And if they are not given an antidote within the course of an hour, I think they will stay like that forever. It eclipses their personalities. It doesn't entirely overwrite them as
1: we learn. It will overwrite them is the thing. Yeah, it's it's in the process of overtaking them. They have
3: exactly
0: an hour.
1: Yep. Yep. And so uh, it's like, we need to go back to the chem lab and make more of the neutralization drug. Let's run. Uh, So the other four are
3: just running after them going, kiss, kiss, kiss. And they have a full like XCOM communication with each other. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Kiss Kiss with like hand symbols of like, oh, they're going to do a pincer maneuver. As I would expect from
1: Nano, this is the most efficient way of attack of trapping us.
3: As um, uh, Kusuri and uh, Rentaro have decided that they need to get to the lab so Kusuri can make some uh, antidote Uh, and the girls are hyper militarized um and in my favorite scene for this entire reading they are being chased by uh, uh Shizuka Shizuka Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Rentaro is caught by she or er, caught No it's not she's a trips Shizuka, Shizuka trips and yeah you know caught has air quotes she's a trips and he's like oh no i have to attend to her she fell and he carries her into the infirmary and
3: he's like okay so uh i've dealt with the uh k okay, k okay, okay. uh, this was a trap. And then she proceeds to kiss him.
1: <laughs> and he's, he's like, oh, oh no, I'm 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 getting dizzy. I need to find a way out of this. Ah, yes. Perfect a solution. <laughs> and he picks her up and <laughs> threads her the sleeves of her of her uh, vest through a coat hanger and leaves her hanging on the coat hanger.
3: Leaves her hanging and she's like, kiss, and can't move, and I'm like, that's so funny. <laughs> 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 a devious and dastardly trap well no the de- the devious and dastardly trap is the next interaction um. but, but yes pro tips
1: for anyone out there this is actually the optimal way to immobilize halflings and in, in dungeons and dragons
2: <laughs> uh. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, next next we have Hikari and Karane. They are both I forget
3: exactly how they do this. I don't think the manga really cares to make it. Yeah, no, the
2: manga doesn't care about how it happened. They just wanted to get to it. They
3: they they they, they, they both uh, tackle uh, down um, Rentaru and Kisaru, and they come to the conclusion that they both just want to kiss and also (laughs) They always, R- Ratoru comes to the brilliant deduction of, they fight all the time. That must mean they're very good friends. Very good friends like to kiss.
0: Well, then, I'm just saying there's a, lo- a fine line between hatred and love.
3: Yeah, cuz- There's some um, overlife
0: there, <laughs> just because it's such an intense emotion. Anything.
3: One of my favorite lines from the narrator in this entire reading is, um, the the two main girls start making out, like, Full on.
0: Oh, oh yeah, there was some tongue in there. Zoom into that.
3: Then, yeah, no, they R- zoom Ren-Taro, in.
1: Rentaro, Rentaro pulls away and like uh, and like while the kiss zombies are distracted, turn their faces towards one another and go now kiss, and they do. Yep.
3: And how they do. And then is <laughs> just like, what good friends they are. That's clearly a oh, yeah. sign of their. Fr- I'm just like, And then the narrator boxes. Well, Rentaro is using a very different definition of the word <laughs> friendship. Um, I mean,
0: don't you don't you make out with your friends <laughs> all the time. I am, don't
3: you kiss
2: the homies goodnight? I am so glad I am a hermit. I am so glad I am a hermit.
3: Nah, you just got to give your homie a little smooch. Yeah, <laughs> kiss the homies goodnight. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go to, let's uh, let that let jacob has gone. We can talk about the smut. Yes. yes, but you yeah, know, so. well, no. Hey,
2: hey, hey, hey! I'm all about talking about this smut. I enjoyed this quite a lot. Um, and to be fair, and to be fair to Rentaro, because he does have the immediate reaction of, oh, they're such good friends. But then, uh, after after they do enough of the zoom-ins, uh, Rentaro isn't paralyzed, isn't unable to run away because he's been tackled. He's unable to run away for other reasons.
1: Yeah, he's sitting there like, oh, now it's not the time to get entranced. I have to go. <laughs> I think I think uh uh who's the uh drug
2: enthusiast? What's Kusui. her name? Kusui. Uh Kusui. she uh, uh she
1: has to pull him away, actively pull him away. Oh yeah. Rentaro makes it to the chem lab uh except uh nano is there and he has to hide in a locker and he's like okay now uh so long as i can distract nano then kusui can start making the antidote and kusui why are you in here i had to hide she's too smart even in her zombified state she knew i was helping you i was like okay so i have a little bit of the i have a little bit of the neutralization drug ah yes excellent i should be able to force uh nano to take some of the drug and that will get her out of this and that will give you plenty of time to wait kusui why are you drinking that oh well obviously if i'm in a different state then i'll be able to uh
3: well no that uh, that's that's rentaru um assuming that's why she did it she's just like i was nervous <laughs> it's okay you can you can get away with
1: being in a different form that nano doesn't know and you'll be good and kusui steps out of the locker and she's like i i don't know if we've mentioned it yet but kusui speaks in the third person nano looks at her and she goes kusui is just going to the laboratory i knew it (laughs) and ties her up uh which ultimately ends up uh working out because
2: then run runs away and uh because she didn't have very much of the neutralization drug because of shenanigans she reverts back to her child self and
1: uh she reverts back to small form and escapes the bindings and then the day is safe, and then does the thing. Yeah,
3: it makes the neutralizing Whip. jug, gives it to Nano just before it's too late, and reveals she's already given it to everyone else. And
2: she hadn't given it to everyone else because one of the um one of the bonus chapters bonus was chapters. about how it was really hard to give it to uh, oh, well, right. two of them,
1: to <laughs> and Hakari. They had to physically pull the two of them apart because they're they're such so so good Yuri Yuri friends. Make-out's. Their Yuri makeout sesh
3: just kept going. Oh, God. Okay, uh, so next little adventure they go on, uh, they go to the park, I believe it's Hikari's suggestion, and this, th- this park has the weirdest tradition ever. It's a monthly event where they throw a bouquet, and the winner who catches the bouquet is allowed to take a picture in a wedding dress with a, and it, I think, yeah, it's a picture in a wedding dress with presumably the guy you're with in a tuxedo, but that's not stated as the goal. Hakari has wanted this since she was small. Beep. Mm-hmm. Yep, just wanted it so much. And uh, essentially, there is a group of gorilla biker gangs. Um, the Guerrera, the Guerrera Alliance.
1: I was very
0: disturbed by this character- characterization because I was just, I honestly thought they look like pigs.
3: Yeah, they they are they are. Beast men, <laughs> to say it lightly. They're closer to the Bacoblin gang. <laughs> uh, is it led by the vice principal, or is it just that same style of person?
2: I no, it's know. the same. It's the style same. Person. It's the same style of person because we see the vice principal. She's the one who's throwing the... Um, the bouquet. bouquet. Ah, This is this is the other time that we see her and I'd much rather see her make the joke of uh, may I pitch this into the stratosphere so no one can
3: be happy. I'd much rather see her in
2: jokes of that context than the other context.
3: When She got splashed with acid in the Resident Evil arc and the acid (laughs) only ate through her like thick caked on foundation. And Kusui has a crisis of
1: my drugs can be stopped by foundation. Uh, everyone knows that modern mo- that modern science doesn't work on monsters. We're running now. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> which, is, which is like a five-tier, uh, a five-layer-deep joke, and I love
3: that one. But anyway, uh, the girls all work together because this nice, fun catch-the-bouquet game uh, turns into a training exercise for the biker gang as they proceed to beat people up and um the well, girl's the,
2: the leader the leader has a uh, comically tiny boyfriend she wants to do the
3: thing with mm-hmm. the girl's team up do their cool cool interactions i think shizuka temporarily becomes link from breath of the wild yeah, the, the, <laughs> everything the girls do ends up not mattering because Shizuki, uh, shizuka didn't really want to participate so she was given a rentaru family banner to hold up And unfortunately, there was a strong gust of wind. So she was taken up into the air where she ran into the the bouquet. I'm pretty sure she did that on purpose because she looked like she was
1: aiming for it. The bouquet, yes. Getting lifted up into the air, I don't think was on purpose. Getting lifted up into the air was quite by accident because the Guerrera gang used their super move, which caused an updraft. <laughs> but uh, she grabs the bouquet, which causes the paraglider to break. She's falling down. Brane is currently using her Sundari powers to fight off the leader of the Guerrera gang. So uh, the three remaining uh, OPI GFs, because uh, uh, Kusui took the um, neutralization drug, use God's given airbags to stop Shizuka from face planting into the cement. Sure, why not? Uh, and uh, Why not? Uh, one, thing, one thing
2: that I did I did chuckle at is Karane at the end, like, secretly looks over at the leader of the Gurira gang and is like, thank you for uh, not making me participate in that.
3: <laughs> Anytime. You got it, sure. But um, what happens is because, unfortunately, they're in a situation where one of the girls has caught the I thought the girl who caught the bouquet was going to be the one taking the photo but no they are much smarter than that um they have set it up so that their team won they are going to draw chopsticks uh to see who is winner and hikari uh the devious perv she is was always planning to cheat on this yes i ah you see because i have seen nano participate
1: in enough games of chance i know she just immediately grabs the first option in front of her so i will so I have marked the correct chopsticks that I will be able to grab them and she will grab the one closest to her, which I will not make. Uh, it will be most efficient if all of us grab them at once.
3: Her efficiency eclipsed my cheating! Oh, no, everyone's grabbed them at once. Oh, wait, I wound up with the correct one anyway. Huh. Yay! Kusui,
1: <laughs> but I wanted to do it. Oh, well, I guess since you really wanted to do it. I was just, nah, being, that was
3: pretty, I was just being nah, sad was, for attention.
1: <laughs> nah, that was pretty selfish of me. You go
2: ahead and do it. Okay. Hikari is the one in the dress, but they all, like, like, Rintaro is like, hey,
1: wait, can we all do it? And it's like, we've only got one dress, but yeah, people do that sometimes. That plot cul-de-sac done. Uh, we can continue on with our merry uh, shenanigans of this uh, Ritaro, beautiful loving, I, of this beautiful loving group. Rintaro, I want you to break up with me. I'm sorry, Hikari, what? End of chapter. <laughs> Boom. And uh yeah, yeah. I mean that made that made me sit up in my chair. I, I <laughs> was
3: I was unprepared for that. Me too. I sat up in my chair like, oh no. Now now we gotta get the drama in. Drama with the
1: mama. <laughs> Gosh, no spoilers. We have our uh, gag manga contractually uh obligated arc of
3: actually tense plot (laughs) you're not wrong Uh, yeah this this, uh arc is the most serious it gets and even then not much um (laughs) i have thoughts about how serious it gets uh but we'll get to that okay are you talking about the dog
2: bit or the mission impossible belly rubbing i'm actually talking about something that they actually tried to take seriously which i was not
3: ultra on board with it basically comes down to uh there's a bit of back and forth drama at the beginning but it's eventually revealed that uh, Hikari has said that I I want to break up because I can't be with you. My mom has... I've been telling my mom about everything I'm involved with, how I'm dating a guy who has three other girlfriends? Four. Four other other girlfriends at this point, at which point my mom uh, must have decided that four was too many uh, and wants me to move away.
0: I couldn't tell if she meant that she had had a heart to heart with her mother recently or if like she's been daily updating her mom
1: yeah if it had been ongoing from what i read it seemed like the mom forced her to say this like hikari was no no hikari hikari doesn't want to but hikari hikari was savvy enough to know that her mom wouldn't accept this and so was not mentioning it and then mom was like so why have you been uh, out so much lately i've got a boyfriend and you've been going with a large group of people, his other four girlfriends,
3: his what? And in all fairness to Hikari's mom, the situation Rentaro is building is not a similar to Charles Manson. I just want to say that right now.
2: <laughs> her, her, initial, her initial reaction is reasonable. As
1: time goes on, it her, gets progressively less reasonable. Uh, Rentaro goes to, uh, Hikari's family home, And it's at this point that we learn that she has um, more money than God, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, the thirstiest one
2: is also rich. Uh, How about that?
1: We have a she got big mansion in the middle of town. There's a moment where this is all revealed to the main character. Uh, Hikari is dragged away by a figure off screen. Uh, Rentaro is very depressed until uh, he rallies his determination and tells the other girls, I'm going to get Hikari. This might end, I, I might have to leave town with her. I, I might have to leave you all behind for a time, but I'll come back for you, don't- This is met with the eminently predictable reaction from Karana in particular of, I'm not doing that, that's stupid, I'm not waiting around. Oh, well, I guess that's understandable because we're going with you, dumbass. We're gonna save her too. Like, come on, what are you,
3: stupid? And uh, so they do, they go on to set off on their mission. They do a bunch of mission impossible bits. Uh, where they keep joking that like what they're doing is an impossible like feat. And some cases it is, but sometimes, ah, yes, the cats have an elder, have a wealthy family. And it's like, the cat a how will family. we get past? And it's just like, oh, okay. But um it, oh, it's just a cat. The guards
1: are used to the cat and therefore think that any disturbance outside is the result of the cat.
3: Yep. And essentially they, each girl gets a little moment to shine, uh, Nano uses some weird like AI level sticking her hand through the cat door to throw rocks at rocks the at lock the lock in such a way that it activates the tumblers. And the only way she could do that is by flicking them with her fingernails so that when Rentaro sees her, her hand is broken and bloodied. And he's like, no, <laughs> I'm not saying she's an alchemical exalt, but there is there is some uh There's some magic going on there or (laughs) technology indistinguishable from magic. Um, Um, Yeah, the next one. I love the next bit, and
2: not just because it has a dog, but also because it has (laughs) my favorite joke in the entire uh, in the entire uh, reading section that we did. So they Jacob, please explain. They get chased out by a guard dog. But unfortunately, Shizuka being uh, the meek little mousy girl that she is trips And they're concerned that she's about to get mauled by what, quite frankly, looks like a greyhound poodle, which not the most threatening of the canids, but okay. Um, But then when the dog actually reaches her, uh, it stops, sniffs her and lays down protectively around her because it recognizes how meek and frail that she is, which is not my favorite part of the
1: joke yet, by the way. We have an entire panel of the whole rest of the harem, going like, "That's our small, meek little Shizuka. You're such a good little glass doll." And like, there's like a little narration
2: box that has to explain. They're complimenting her, by the way. This is praise.
1: This is praise. But then I'm like, I don't know if I buy it, narration box. But okay, the joke that
2: slew me is okay. So you're expecting more more shenanigans? Okay, fine. That's fine. Um, and it's like, okay, we'll get her, we'll get Shizuka to feed the dog a sleep potion. Okay, cool. So it's like you're expecting some, you know, wacky shenanigans are going to happen with this sleep potion. They, uh, toss the, uh, sleep potion across the ground to Shizuka. Shizuka, use that! She gives a thumbs up and then
1: downs the sleep potion. (laughs) (laughs) and falls asleep I sleep cause like no we didn't explain
2: cause like the thing is I love that joke the the thing is you're expecting something stupid to happen with the sleep potion but that mundane of a thing to go wrong
1: I genuinely did not see coming that just killed me How will we ever deal with it now? Oh, some of the, she didn't drink all the potions. Some of it ran down her chin. The dog licks it up, falls asleep. What a gift from God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: then they just give her uh, the, the drug neutralizing drug to wake her up so that they can go on to the next bit of shenanigans, which was also yeah, pretty uh- funny.
3: Yeah, uh, Mission Impossible belly rubbing. Well, no, Uh, not that yet, because they get to the empty room. Whoa. And they are like, what's going on here? This is like Mission Impossible. There's probably lasers here, and we need infrared goggles. And Kasuri is just like, whoa, 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 guys, you don't need infrared goggles. I've got a drug here. That if you put in your eyes, you can see infrared. And everyone's like, that's hyper convenient. And then they have a super long discussion about meta structures and how, frankly, you're expecting too much of the series. And everyone agrees. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. A, this was the closest it got sliding back into try hard territory, but I had endeared myself to the characters enough that I gave it a pass. Um, <laughs> And Um, then the the punchline of this bit is Rentaro immediately uh, puts the drug in his eyes because he hasn't learned his lesson yet. And then for the 10 billionth time, Kisura uh, explains that, oh, by the way, you will be completely blind except for being able to see and for red light.
0: Why did you not tell me that first? I thought it was implied.
3: (laughs) Oh, Uh. They eventually find out that the lasers only go up halfway up the wall because there are some chandeliers that obviously the lasers would like mess up and that kind of ruin the whole thing. And then that's the point where this hallway gets much shorter than I thought it was across. But um, cool, uh, because they they discuss that the way you can do it is if you have two people together, they can walk up the hall as if one person, you know, if it's a really small hallway, you can like climb up the wall by like stretching out. And then they repeatedly say, Well, we need to be like perfectly in sync with this person. And is just like, Well, yeah, obviously we're soulmates. So you don't get well, more in sync. Yeah.
2: There's also there's also a thing where we need someone who's really strong. Rentaro, uh he is big, strong man, but uh, the rest of us are uh, are very feminine women, which eh, for the punchline that we yeah. get, I'm going to skirt by that one. And then they all look
1: at Karane, who's like- Why are you all looking at me? Why am I tied to him now? What's going on? He's effectively blind. We had to tie you to him in order to make sure that this worked out. Okay, I guess. <laughs> oh, poor Karane. I, I don't want to describe the position they're in. <laughs> but it has to do with a certain double digit
3: number. It's not quite that. But, it's, um, it's,
2: it's not, not quite, quite, that. quite it's, that. It's it's but...
3: jo- the joke is that it's really close to it. But the-, the joke is that um, because of how they've been climbing, uh, Rentaro's face ends up rubbing against her stomach because her shirt gets shuffled up a bit. And she is sundere so she get real embarrassed and they get barely over the lasers before she, like, screams. And they, well, she screams because uh, she's in a pervert house uh, and they fall. But they make it to the other <laughs> side of the place,
1: This whole place smells like that dumb pink perv. Uh, it's affecting she, me. Chibi caric, caricature of Hikari, the dumb pink perv.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not an inaccurate description of her, to be fair.
3: Karane and Rentaro are then on the other side of the lasers, so they got to go on their own, um, which, very good, good. Separate some of these characters so that (laughs) you can have interactions. Uh, They make it to uh, Hikari's room. Uh, She is crying over the picture of her in her wedding dress, but unfortunately, when they open her door, an alarm sounds that she's trying to escape, and she's like, oh, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that, and they are immediately captured and taken before um, Uh, Hikari's mother, who is... Hahari. Hahari, so that's not hard. Uh, Hana Zono Hahari. By the way, Rentaro is still
1: blind from the infrared eye drops.
3: Yeah, he's he's got his uh, Sharingan on, is what it looks like.
1: <laughs> it's incredibly edgy. Have you been smoking the
3: weed? No! <laughs> I'm giving you the evil eye. Oh, man, and he gives a backstory that is definitely a backstory. Um, she- it is... It is something. Holy shit. It it definitely takes some steps to sidestep some weird questions. I will try my best to summarize it just so we can move past it, because clearly the manga does not care about it. She knows that she's worried that her daughter has fallen deeply in love because she knows that they are very much alike. And probably it's in their blood that when they fall in love, they fall in love hard and immediately. And what she knows... And what she knows is that when she was 13 years old, she was deeply in love with a man whose age is not mentioned, and because he was dying of an incurable disease, she wanted to keep a piece of him alive. Which also prompts one of my favorite jokes in that, because what she asked- at- Rintaro's hearing this and goes, Oh my, and she's like, Do you know why I had a child at 13? And Rintaro has a full, like, stop, and then goes, Because you loved babies more than having three meals a day? No, obviously not that. (laughs) (laughs) The manga makes sure to explain. So, uh,
1: I became pregnant via artificial insemination. It's like, okay, that makes it slightly better. That
2: makes it ever so slightly better. I'm still not on board with anything that's going on right now, manga.
3: In all fairness. Exactly. Hahari herself acknowledges what she did was messed up and does not want her daughter to do the same. Like, that's that's the whole crux of why Jeez. she has locked her child the in a room. The
0: underlying issue she seems to have is that she knows that she was impulsive as a child and that she knows that her daughter can be impulsive and that she's yes. just trying to dead, like, stop. Like, you're being impulsive, okay? We're very similar. Mm-hmm. I know how it is, but you got to not repeat my mistake.
1: Because Rentaro is a consummate good boy, this uh, tragic backstory moves him to the point of tears, which washes out the eye drops, uh, meaning he can suddenly see again. And hey, did we mention that the whole uh, discovering the soulmate thing is done by eye contact and ba-bum? Oh, no!
2: Yeah. Yeah. uh, Speaking of not being on board with certain things, speaking of
3: X-mening the cast can cause some problems for some people. I, I was not expecting this manga to um, add Kari's mom to the list of 100 soulmates, but here we are. Um. When,
1: She's that milf. When I saw the hot mom, I thought, manga, don't do it. <laughs> and then it happened, and I,
3: and I thought, manga, you did it, and I don't. I don't. Oh, I got I, no. I got to the panel and I was so excited because I'm like, oh, man, my trash manga just got trashier. I'm so excited. This is hilarious. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I'm all in at this point.
3: It's, it's very trash. It, in all fairness, it has one of my favorite jokes immediately after um, where there is a like like solid beep of like you think oh they're gonna like treat this like with a little more decorum and then there's a full panel page almost mimicking Hakari's of Rentaro please go out with me and then there's Karate <laughs> sitting next to Rentaro who is rightly unfathomably mortified by all of this. Especially because Rentaro's immediate answer is well maybe <laughs>
1: What do you mean, maybe? Okay. That's one of your uh, girlfriend's mom! I mean, contextually,
0: yes, she is the girlfriend's mom, but they also reference the fact that she is 29. She's 30. So, no, she is 29. They
2: they say 29, but like that doesn't make it better. <laughs> 29 I mean, versus 30
1: is the I same not, problem. Not, I'm not... Like, As of last episode, I am 29. I am too old for anything in this i'm just Fair. saying no. the
0: reason that 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 her age was brought up was okay she had a child very very young but also the fact that she's quite literally like milf status she's not because we have the comparison between the vice principal and like this young well again
2: mom. this is this is this is checking the milf
0: box
3: yeah. yes yeah.
0: i would have rather not they checked that box. That is that is this is a trash manga. They checked that box.
3: It, it is a trash manga about wish fulfillment in fantastical relationships. Yeah. So and obviously things that aren't cool are being igno- are being ignored for the fantasy of it. I can acknowledge that. So And as as uncomfortable as it all makes me, I will say
2: she is really funny. So yeah she she has some of my favorite bits it (laughs) makes me deeply uncomfortable but she is really funny so let's move on from that
3: i feel vindicated that a lot of the characters in the manga are as as comfortable as i am so
2: yeah no that that helps that's actually
1: part of where a lot of the comedy comes from (sighs) this was this is where karane went from yeah i really like her she's a she's a good character too uh best character
3: imo <laughs> Oh, you mean the lie detecting robot because that's I my like favorite one. part Hahari, <laughs> oh! is like mm, of course i uh, that was just a mom
1: joke i i totally didn't confess my love for this kid no no siri i have to make sure you're being sincere about loving my daughter so uh lie detecting robot come on uh how do we know this lie detecting robot works well, obviously we'll test it on your girlfriend here. Uh, takes karani throws her into the ch- into the chair. Hey, what's your cup size? I don't feel like answering that. <clears throat> It's a okay lie. I, I'm
3: I'm B bordering on C. Bant lie. Okay, I'm B lie. A cup, all right. Well, no, truth. she is B. B cup, but almost an A cup because yeah. the point is the lie detecting robot needs a very specific truth. No white lying around this one. Which is my favorite part of the lie detecting is because she's a Sudnara. You know what they got to do? And she's like, "Do you like I Ijo?" And she's just like, "Yeah,
1: yeah. I like him. Well,
2: she she immediately says no, yeah. because she has to say no first and then be
3: forced to well, yeah. yeah,
2: I like him. Like, yes,
3: lie lie, okay. I, I love him. OK, no, <laughs> <I really> then really <laughs> love him and then they keep buzzing until it finally gets to I really, 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 really
2: love him. <laughs> More than anything in the universe, until that one, when lie kept coming out (laughs) over and over again. Rendaro was like (laughs) reacting like he was getting
1: punched. And here's Karani like, really? I see grandma beckoning me over the river.
3: Uh, and then obviously because how the plot is set up, they're like, Well, obviously we need to put Rentara in the chair now. But then the narrator box is like, guys, you know how this is gonna turn out. Let's just give you the abridged version where it cuts immediately to like, hey, do you love Hikari? And he goes, I really, 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 really etc. And I'm like, Cool. That I, I really enjoyed the lie detecting chair. That was really another, funny.
2: Another really fun bit was Hikari's mom is like, uh, um, Well, obviously, this is a machine and we can't trust it, uh, its accuracy.
1: And then Karani's like, then give me my dignity back! (laughs) Well, anyway because well, my, my favorite my favorite part of that was uh the lie detecting machine has a little smiley face on it for when for detecting truths and it is crying and betrayed at we can't trust the machine <laughs>
3: uh, but uh but anyway uh, unfortunately the next part happens um or we get, we, we get into my other least favorite bit where they decide because they need the plot to move along and I understand that and in all fairness the manga does do its bare diligence to establish that Hikari is very sad and in a dangerous mental state over the fact that she feels like he is causing not only Rentaro, but also the other girlfriends strife, because frankly he could have died in this endeavor and then the rest of them would have lost him. And she's just like, well, okay, if I'm the problem here, I can solve that. So we get an announcement from all the guards that she is going to kill herself. She is standing on the, the edge of the her window. And yeah, the, I, I do
2: not think that this manga is equipped for something as serious as that. I, I'm going to recuse
1: myself from discussion. Ping me when this is over.
2: Yeah, uh, this yeah. this was um, it's not handled great, the, but like the worst thing, the worst thing is like you, you mentioned, it's not handled great. I don't even think that necessarily it's the handling of it in the moment. The big problem with it is with how With how uh, like the fourth wall breaks and the jokes and whatnot, this doesn't have the
3: capacity to mood shift to treat it with respect. That's what I'm saying. It literally we're in this like lie detecting robot scene. We're just all laughing about just remembering and it hard cuts to a guard running in saying she's going to kill herself. I'm like mood shift like. it's um, not even that the scene is
2: poorly done it's that it does not belong in this manga that was way much a step too far
0: so um i just wanted to interject that i didn't immediately have this reaction because i initially thought that she was going to try to run away herself and like try to scale the house and everything like she had yeah left. Oh. And, uh, yeah,
3: I would yeah,
2: have yeah. been so much more fine with that if that's what it was. But they're they're very explicit about what she intends to do. And uh hmm, not cool. Uh yeah. That was.
3: In all fairness, it lasts like uh, two pages, too, is the thing, because it, it's almost immediately Rentara is just like, hey, you know, I really love you more than anything else in the world. Like I keep telling everyone constantly and I'm very genuine. So you believe me? Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, that's not fair. Using, you know, true facts and emotion to sway me from what I'm going to do. And she's like, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to come inside. And because then we still need the drama, she slips. And I'm like, I feel like what you could have done is had her run away and then slip and get the exact same scene. Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh. You could, frankly, you could even have the guards say she's planning to kill her, like because from their perspective, maybe that's what she's doing. But like, just that's have her what know, it like, looks like.
2: But like, even have a comedy beat of her explaining, "No, I was trying to run away." Eh, and, eh I but don't.
3: Know. It, it's, it's a lot of talking about something that really they put in for a shock value at the end of a chapter and then move on. Yeah. Like, anyway, what happens is um, she's falling. Rentaro jumps, grabs her. Again, they put in a nice comedy beat of he is too short he is being dragged down by her weight that his feet can no longer reach the ground. And he's like, oh, no. And he gets pulled off with her and then does some weird aerial maneuvering where he climbs down her. He guides to like... them towards the um, the fountain and the more importantly, though, he's g- like fully willing to take the brunt of the hit if they don't hit the fountain. <laughs> yeah, which and... is on brand for him. Yeah. And essentially how this resolves is the mom comes out and just goes, well, You stopped my daughter from killing herself, and you passed my lie-detecting robot. I am now fully aware of, I support your relationship with my daughter. And then Rentara's is like, yes, obviously, I will love your daughter and my other girlfriends for all of my life with all of my power. But here, Hiara, I also want you to be happy. And she's like, doki doki. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, God.
2: We get the uh, reaction of each of the... (laughs) Each of the other five girlfriends, oh, which oh, I, those I all the reactions
3: were pretty freaking great. All of the five girlfriends are not okay with this in different ways, and I love it. Because mm-hmm. Kasari's whole thing is like, she's a widow. And I'm like, Kasari. You being really weird judgmentally is on brand a hundred (laughs) percent. Also, since we're not going to mention it at any other point, I love Kasari's whole character motivation was um, that got her to become a girlfriend was, you're right. I've come to a conclusion. I really, really, really love drugs and Rentaru. And I'm like, yep, never change.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We get we get a reaction from uh, each of the five of them. That's your girlfriend's mom. That's my mother. (laughs) is the first two and then uh shizuka's is chaos which chaos. yes and then and then the and then uh, the best one the most efficient way of describing the situation i forget what the dish is called but it's a dish with uh both egg and chicken it's a rice <laughs> dish with egg and chicken i looked that up yep. oh my god yeah. Uh, I am so glad I looked up the punchline because that is the best freaking punchline. <laughs> that, uh, is, that is second only to Shizuka taking the sleeping potion.
3: It's it's pretty funny. And uh, it's because we got through a plot arc that actually took about five chapters to get through, which is a behemoth for this series. Uh, we get rewarded re- with a chapter just called the fan fanservice chapter.
1: We um, really call ever. it the fan service chapter. It's great. We're we're yes. uh, a, the, a chapter. We have multiple of these reward chapters, but yeah. we only read one of them for the for the episode. You're right.
3: That's actually not true. There was a bonus chapter yeah,
2: that was there also were a few extra
0: sprinkled in.
2: There were okay. a few uh, bonus chapters, but this is the the this is the uh, first full chapter that was. Hey, you went through some heavy stuff. Let's
3: give you a reward. We we start off with the mom who is now <laughs> low key totally on board with being in the harem. She does not ever explicitly say that, which is good, but like she's on board because she's like, I want everyone to spend the night. And they all go to the bath together and it's all the girls in the bath. And um, Karane uh, leaves early because she's just done. She's, she doesn't like it or what, she enjoyed it, but she's just done at some point.
2: Well, Uh, specifically, specifically, you Know they did the bathing thing, and then with uh Kurose taking the um uh neutralizing potion, uh, the, the three opi uh
3: the three yep, opi yep. ones are comparing yeah. breast sizes. So she's like, I'm done with this, so she heads back to the room. And my favorite detail they do not spend a lot of time on, but is in the background of this panel, they have pushed together three beds so that there is seven pillows. Yep, yeah. And I'm like, that's that's a fun background bit. Oh, there's such a good scene, because Karane's there with the Rentaru. My favorite Karane scene? Yeah. They they, ju- <laughs> they just get in. They, she immediately just goes into like, okay, we're smooching. Oh, oh, we getting hot and heavy. Oh, you, rub- rub- you rubbed your face on my belly? I get to rub my face on your belly. And then... Uh, the- Karane, this isn't really embarrassing. This is actually kind of nice.
1: Oh, yeah? Well... And she what kisses. About this? She kisses his stomach.
3: Okay, this is getting kind of embarrassing. You can stop. And she keeps going, yeah, and, and- it, it gets it gets hot and heavy. And then um, door crashes open. Uh, little child uh, Karose comes in, and so they're like, hey, wait, what are mommy and then Ritaru and Karane both get up and try and defend themselves. And then she chimes it in. But like the entire scene can just be summed up with like, no, 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 no. Mommy and Daddy were just wrestling. (laughs) No more wrestling. I want to sumo wrestle. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so funny. (laughs) I love it. Uh, And then um, everyone dresses up (laughs) and cute.
1: I've been spending too long in here. This house is full of perverts.
3: (laughs) The pervert energy is affecting me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Speaking of, Hahari uh, has a whole bunch of cute outfits because Hakari tells her she loves dressing up people like dolls. And all the girls get new cute pajamas, lepe cards. Uh, be- and we get a panel that is. I'm just going to say it because I know Sam will censor me. It is strongly implying that Rentaro and Hahari are going off to. F-
0: I can't wait. She pull out says, I just, I just can't, I can't hold back any longer.
3: There is no way to interpret these panels other than what I have said. The manga will try and convince you something else happened, and I guess canonically that's true, but they were under no impression. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Yeah. There is some screaming heard, and all the girls are like, oh no, not Rentaru's virginity, and rush up to the room. <laughs> okay.
1: It's okay. 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 Hikari says, Mother, head starts are unfair, which is so funny to me because Hikari's mindset is literally my mother banging my boyfriend. I sleep. My mother banging my boyfriend before me. Real (laughs) s.
2: There's the extraordinarily suggestive panels, and then it cuts to them playing Old Maid uh, or Go Go Fish or something. And, um, uh, like, they're like, Why are Rentaro and your mom not coming back? How long does it take to get a glass of water? And Hikari's like, "What? No, don't don't think anything weird. My mom would never." And then there is a uh, a uh, the hero they hear a scream that has hearts at the end of the speech bubble, and
3: Hikari is leading the charge. Torches and pitchforks. But um, because this isn't that kind of manga, um, they are not doing the deed. Instead, uh, Hahari has a, a little bit of a fetish for um, dressing up, and as we've established, uh, loves dressing up uh, Rentaro in cute girl's clothes, and everyone thinks he is a very attractive girl. Femboy Rentaro, I was not ready for it. <laughs> and and he is so embarrassed he passes out. <laughs> yeah, none of the girls were ready for it either. <laughs> I turned that page and I was not ready for it. No, he doesn't
1: he's he ba- he passes out from embarrassment. It is specifically after all the girls go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they are drooling over. This. I mean, I mean, when even Nano reacts that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, no, he's passed out. He's dead again. How do we deal with this? Wait a sleeping princess. There's only one way we can handle this. And Hahari goes, Nano, come with me. Five minutes later. Five minutes later, Um, short hair, uh, Prince Nano, and oh boy, <laughs> this just keeps hap. This chapter just keeps happening, doesn't it? You
2: know? Once again, once again, all of the girls
1: are very, very uh, uh, pleased with this development. My, my favorite bit is Shizuka just mashing on the, uh, on the sp- text the speech my knight, my prince, and snap, snap, snap from the camera. Look, Shizuka is of culture. She shares a name with my favorite character from a novel I have read, who is also a woman of culture. So, <laughs> I'm not saying this name has power, but it does.
2: <laughs> prince awakens the princess with a kiss gag ending. Which is like
1: a half a page. <laughs> It is something out of Aran High School Host Club.
2: <laughs> it really do be. Rentaro uh, goes away to sulk. Uh, all the girls are out of the bath, so I'll just I'll just take a bath now. And uh, the joke we end on is another pretty good one. <laughs> Hikari, Hikari, where are you going? What do you need that rope and that camera for?
3: Oh, we're going to peek on him in the bath. What else? <laughs> My favorite part is. From what I can tell from the next chapter, I think they just continue with this story. Oh, my God. That sure is a thing that just happened. (laughs) So
1: anyway, we've come to the end of our reading. All right. The tagline that this manga was uh, pitched to me on from John. Hi, John. The harem manga where everyone is best girl and no one loses. But of course... There is no such thing as everyone is best girl. Everyone has their own unique tastes. The question that will exist until the end of time. Who
3: is best girl? Of what we have so far. Like you don't have an immediate answer from what we have so far. I detest your weak mindset, Sam. (laughs) It's Karane, okay? Yeah, obviously it's Karane. She's clearly (laughs) the best. Yeah,
0: it's Karane.
3: (laughs) Hard. Disagree. Good. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm glad we have some disagreement because yes, all yes. three of us jumped up the is the best train real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Jay?
0: My thoughts, um, and this is just personally my preference, is I tend to gravitate more towards Kursuri. Like Her character is just like, she is super obsessed with something that is so wonky and so out there. I really appreciate her energy and the fact that she's also able to kind of bring that out-of-the-box thinking and also provide that like humorous beat, I don't really gravitate towards the overtly sexual characters because personally, I think they're a little flat. Well, obviously, not. not physically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let me finish my point. <laughs> obviously, obviously, they're quite pleasing to look at and voluptuous, but I'm saying like personality-wise, like. This is not someone you would have a, as they like to say, together forever and ever relationship with. You go on a shelf. Personality matters to but, me. Once they're so, like, semi one-dimensional and just lusting after you all the time, that kind of gets annoying. Somebody who has hobbies well, and interests
1: outside of that. I vibed with all of the girls in different ways, phrasing, but... <laughs> no, he literally vibed with all of the girls. It, in particular, Hakari, because Thirst Monster, yes, okay. And... <laughs> I, I like Shizuka's bit. <laughs> and as secondary straight man, she was very amusing from a character angle. Karane was best girl.
2: Yeah, for IMO. Uh, for me, it's pretty easy. A blonde, well-written sundere, sign me up. <laughs> I mean, I might be showing my hand there a little
1: bit, but I don't care. Jake, I do nothing but show my hand on this, <laughs> this show. This a
0: side of Jacob that I was not aware. Really? <laughs>
1: yes really oh wow with all the ttrpgs we played together come on
0: <laughs> with what you played together you don't play
1: arpgs with me oh my god
0: <laughs> i mean I'll, how often do you see those steam notifications but i mean i also have handhelds
3: not touching that with a 10-foot pole <laughs>
2: But yeah, anyway, blonde, well-written Sundaray, uh, the straight man of the group, uh, you know, like a lot of the cases where, uh, maybe certain elements of the premise went a little bit too far, uh, and the fact that she pointed out how stupid and awful it was, was, uh, uh, gratifying in its own way. I mean, like... Obviously the two that from a generic perspective that you're supposed to endear yourself to mo- the most to are um Karane and Hakari. And one of the things that I noticed pretty immediately is that the two of them have such a chemistry with each other. Like they have a chemistry with Rentaro as well, but like the three of them have a dynamic that I loved a lot. And uh, so I enjoyed Hikari a lot, too. But the rest of them were really more like they're funny joke characters. As far as I was concerned, if you're going to ask me who best girl is, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say you had me at blonde, but that
3: definitely got my attention. And then everything else was great, too. I'm going to jump in with a second favorite uh, for Kusuri, Um, mostly because I her bit can get annoying, but like one thing I really do appreciate from her is like the weird, wacky, like kind of pseudo-magic thing that's coming out of there gave me uh the Kiss Biohazard arc, which is one of my favorite arcs. And like <laughs> I Admittedly, yeah. Her being part of the cast elevates it from what would just be like some mundane, like, high school drama angle, like we got with um uh with uh Shizuka and um Nano. Mm-hmm. Um, and like those just had like typical dates. And then we get like the full on like, ah oh, yes, kiss, kiss, kiss. ah oh, Yes, zombies. And I'm like, oh, cool, that's really cool. That's wacky and wild and like it's justification enough. And I really appreciate her angle from there. And I don't know, maybe I do have a soft spot for like the aloof genius who doesn't really care about human rights. <laughs> like kind of a weird, like in like a fictional sense, obviously not as a real person. Yeah. I'm Not sure anyone would like any of these people as real people, but like as a comedy beat, like it's That's kinda true. it's got some fun there. To be fair, she did
2: facilitate the best several uh uh panels uh in that
1: *Kiss* biohazard arc. I I have you're gone back to the... that more than once. Taking a look at the discussion notes here. Um, Jacob, you're going to ruin everyone's fun. Yeah,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grump a bit. You said facetiously. <laughs> I'm going to grump a bit. Okay, so this is actually a serious thing because it actually uh, parlays into our last uh, uh, usual discussion topic. I'm kind of concerned that, like, so far, the series has done a really good job of actually balancing all of the characters. Literally 100 characters, I don't see how it can maintain that long.
1: Admittedly, I had similar ideas.
2: My immediate thought is... 11 is still an absurd, silly number. And then at least you could keep track of everybody because there comes a point when you, like, there's only there's only so many people that you can store in your mind. When there was that whole off on the wrong foot from the beginning, I was concerned that I would be able to retain my attention for, uh, you know, the 20 chapters that we did. And it, like, you know, it it got me back, but like how long do you think you can maintain this bit?
1: You know? Admittedly, I was of a similar opinion. I did say that my experience with this came about in uh, the pre-Exalted chat and uh, Exalted Lore Uh This this sort of clerical error, this is how you get fired from the cerulean loot of harmony because any game master would kick your ass straight out of the group <laughs> for having <laughs> this be a bit that your uh, that your um, blue sidereal had to clean up because that is too many characters to keep track of. My brain is already frying thinking about it. So actually getting to 100 uh, 100 girlfriends. I would be exceedingly impressed if they did pull it off. I would be very curious to see the attempt, but I don't have a ton of faith. Yeah, I, I'm in the same position,
2: especially because again, I really like the dynamic of the three mains. I'd probably want I'd probably read the series if it was just the three of them, you know? But same I mean, like you know, still, I uh, the characters that we got introduced to, I'm not saying get rid of them or anything. I enjoyed them just fine. It's just I'm saying I feel the series could have maintained on those three. That's sort of that's sort of the immediate reaction I had once I realized everyone's sticking around for every bit.
1: I can already feel uh, Yukiko Nozawa getting very scared at
3: the idea of having to draw 100 unique faces for those react panels. Oh no, I have to draw a hundred cute girls. What a terrible job as a mangaka. <laughs> okay, obviously there is a divide between what I think is feasible and what. Mangaka think are feasible. feasible. Uh, yes, see our previous episode. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't think the hundred girlfriends really even needs to be attainable. I don't think that's the point. I think that's just an arbitrarily large number. And I think moving forward, what you're probably going to get, if I had to wager a bet, is you're going to get, like, one-off girls where he does, like, the I meet a new girl, I do this bit, and, like, there is some excuse why they are not there all the time. Like, here's the thing. Maybe they go on vacation. Maybe there's a cute girl on an island, and he's like, hey, I'm going to keep writing you. And because you know it's Rentaro, he's literally writing a letter every single night. Pro-relationship tip, which... Uh I never which
1: i did not learn until far too late you don't literally need to be interacting with them 24 7 (laughs) 365 that's actually unhealthy and if they're making you do that that's bad don't do that
0: yeah
2: yeah i i hadn't thought of something like that that does actually uh
3: that is a fair point so I, i i'm gonna be honest i could see the manga ending arbitrarily before it's a hundred. And then the last Hmm. chapter is just like, and here's the other girls. Like, I I don't think it matters is the thing. Like, it's just a- You're right. This is an arbitrarily
1: large number so they can keep going until they stop making money and they stop getting serialization from whatever- Mm -hmm. Publisher. uh, This is Young Young Jump, Jump, right? Or Young Jump, yeah. Because they they make those jokes that uh,
2: Hihari's uh, thing can't happen because we're in Young Jump. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this keeps going through serialization until young jump says you're not making enough money anymore so you're done and the final chapter can just be and here's the designs of every other girl have fun with this fan community
0: this was just supposed to be a cute little snack so yeah. i personally did not become super invested in it and that's a fair
1: take uh as i think has been uh thoroughly Uh, understood over the past year of this podcast, Jake and I think too hard about
2: things. (laughs) There is entertainment to be gleaned in overanalyzing things, but just because you can overanalyze something to death doesn't mean that there's a
3: problem with it. Yeah, and I I think that'll segue nicely into the actual question we have of like, would you continue reading? And Mm -hmm. I don't know, Mm -hmm. Matt here, I had fun reading this. It wasn't like awful. I, I didn't expect much from it, and I didn't like need to expect much from it. It was fun. I don't think I'd read this on my own. If someone told me something really cool happened, like at a, like if someone tells me there's another plot twist as good as finding out that Hikari's mom is one of the soulmates. I will read those chapters to get to that because that that page turn where I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. If I can feel that again, I will chase that high. Um, But yeah, as, as far as like do I feel engrossed with the characters? It's a fun popcorn read. It's not something I would like read religiously, but like I might check it out again, like uh, a casual I would continue reading, if anything. I I give the same response. This is the sort of thing where
1: it's like, hey, I wonder how that uh, harm comedy manga is doing. And I'd read a few chapters and I'd be like, yeah, it's doing about how I expected and it was very entertaining. I'm going to move on now. I'm in a similar place, but like the big thing is I probably
2: wouldn't on my own. As much as as much as I enjoy this sort of thing every now and again, um, between my slow reading um, and the fact that these sorts of things are guilty pleasure popcorn reads at most, I I never really get around to them. I kind of wish I knew more of a sampling of this stuff. Um, and I feel like if I did, I'd have more of a preference for something in particular that would that would push this out. But, you know, it's 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 a fine popcorn read and hey if you know another valentine's day or some other excuse to uh check this series out on the podcast again i certainly wouldn't uh complain about that
1: all right Jay, would you continue reading
0: um, i would have to concur i probably wouldn't read this on my own i as someone who is a fan of the genre i have others that um, suit the suit the need my my main thing of course as i went on a mini-randall on was just, I don't necessarily like the over-sexualized uh, characters. It's very boring to me. So if that's going to continue for theoretically a hundred more girls, then just, like, done.
1: Oh, we we
3: we have so many more tags to get through. <laughs> uh, Jay, actually, I just remembered now. Uh, what was the cute thing about uh, the names? Uh,
0: so Shizuka, Shizuka, um, Shizuka is quiet or silence in Japanese, so it's adorable. And Kusuri is like drug or medicine.
3: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and,
1: and uh I believe the narration box said that Hahari is a pun on the word for mother. Aha. So Yeah. So literally her name is MILF. Yes. Basically.
0: She is, she is the MILF character. You yep. not on to that. I
1: know. Again, if after Two hours of this podcast, you thought this manga had any subtlety to it? (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to the Over Manga Cast. Once again, we are on all of your social medias where we are at Over Manga Cast. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for all of our premiere hosting and terrible opinions. Head over to YouTube and uh,
2: comment about why we're wrong about who Best Girl is. Check us out on your favorite uh, podcatcher of choice. Uh, some of those are letting you review individual episodes. And of course, reviews
1: for the whole series are uh, very much appreciated. And if you have a manga you want us to read, uh, pester mad about it by DMing us on Twitter.
3: I will probably listen to you.
1: Probably that's the best he can do and tune in next week where we are, uh, heating things up even further by, uh, doing a long awaited revisit. We are getting back into fire force with chapters 21 through 38. So read those to keep up with the show and we will see you all next Thursday. Good night
0: Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. Good night.